good, man? Welcome back to another episode of the Three Man Breakdown. I'm here with my co-host, Reginald. Got the one and only Reg Dollar. Yes, and I got sir. my young nigga Kimble in the car. Man, this nigga older than me. Yeah. I guess my old nigga, my old head. <laughs> I got my old head. Oh, we here. But yes, sir, man. And I'm the host, Jay Anthony. We back with another one. Let's go. Let's get into it. We're going to get right into the college. We're going to talk about top teams, top players. Um, what teams we think are going to go to the uh, are going to have a good seed in the tournament? We're going to talk about top seeds. We're going to talk about low seeds. We're going to talk about teams that are bordering the tournament. We're going to talk about everything right now. So just get your snack, get your blunt, get your honey, whatever you drink, whatever you do, <laughs> sit back and listen to a good podcast. Let's get right into yeah, it. My keep boys. the honey, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> ain't me, but. But uh, yeah, let's get right into the the college talk, Kimball. Let me know what games you was watching over the week, what you've been looking at, uh, all that. Let's get right into it. Man, so Kentucky got an ass whooping at Tennessee. We we got we definitely got our asses handed to us. Uh, Tennessee, like we, they basically did what we did to them at home, and mm-hmm. uh, yeah, so that that was just a bad loss. And I'm a reg. I seen you was talking about you know every time I watch Kentucky play, you see. Somebody's getting injured, and that's really is it. Really has kind of been a theme, and that's just every time. Like every, it's every always time. a key player too, yeah. And it's that's always it's, it's really only two niggas. Yeah. <laughs> that's your backcourt. It's either Tata Washington hurting, getting a lower leg injury, or Severe Willer getting knocked out. And this nigga got hit on another. And then both of them shits happened uh-huh, <laughs> yesterday. Uh-huh. Luckily, he got up right after. But <laughs> nigga, I'm telling you, guy, he need a helmet. <laughs> that shit is bad, bro. It's really bad. Like either the gym is too loud or this they just not calling out screens, bro. Yeah. That shit bad. I think it was Lance Ware's fault this time though. It wasn't Oscars, but, nah, the, but like watching, the other two times. Watching the niggas like yo, the, his impact, like the way his body reacts <laughs> to hitting the nigga. Yo, that shit is just so funny, bro. I mean it's not funny because he getting hurt, but <laughs> <laughs> that shit just crazy because it happened so many times already. But anyway, uh overall. I was watching that game too, Kimball. It really came down to the the second half. Yeah, I went on like a six minute stretch, not scoring at all. It was like uh, even Oscar, he was getting like offensive rebounds, but the second shot wouldn't even go up or like he'll kick it. Well, I think about him. Wait, he was five and fifteen? Huh? I so said he was five and fifteen for the field. Yeah, yeah. Like, he was. Yeah, yeah, one thing. Um, shout out to Tennessee's uh, Joseph Adu. He was playing great D inside. Like he was a uh, block a lot of shots. And one thing about Oscar is like that nigga is like how I see this. Nigga got no footwork. Like, he got no post moves. He's not like a nigga that's going to give you post moves. Like, he's going to turn around and try to go through you. And, like, his nice. finishes be kind of like, like, he's, I feel like he's not like the, I don't say he's not the best finisher, but like, sometimes his, his misses be like bad misses. Around the yeah, he be missing like bunnies sometimes. Yeah, like, but, but not going to lie though. That gives him not like a, a good upside though as a pro because if he's doing what he's doing now, like just dominating SEC basketball. Without like uh, no bag, but with no bag though, with no bag, imagine yeah. you I mean, just, he, 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 he could do something in the league. I don't know if he's gonna be OD. Well, not OD, but you think he, he could be, be a starter? Uh, yeah. You think he's he could be a starter in the league? Yeah. Hell yeah. <sighs> I'm not there, oh, bro. If he dominated, it, I'm all right. I'm not saying that the NBA is any or the SEC is anywhere near the NBA, but. I think if he takes the raw talent he already has, well, the ability to rebound is big. So he's already going to be in the game regardless because he's he's grabbing the ball. He's getting extra possessions. So they need that. On top of that, he set hard screens. 
He rolled to the basket. Only thing is, he just need to get a bag. If he get a, if you work with an NBA trainer, get him a bag. Maybe it take like two summers. He come back. Maybe his third year development. It'll be tough, bro. I'm telling you. I'm not saying he's gonna be a OD All Star center. Nah, I'm just saying he gonna be a, a good five. I feel like he could be like. I feel like Alex Burks like maybe like a Bismack or something like that. Something, something like that. Like he kind of like he been showing. He don't got bunnies like Bismack though. I was the problem saying. is, I don't. I don't think he's a good enough defender. Mm. Yeah, he, yeah, he does. Yeah, yeah, Alex kind of shows. Yeah, I have a lot. You don't think he can work that too, though? I think, yeah, that's something he's working with. He not no rim protector. He could be. Uh, how tall is he? He like six nine. He's six nine. Yeah. Yeah. And he not the, the most athletic either. I mean, he OD athletic, but he not like. He just that's what I'm saying. Like, I just feel like at best, I, I see him probably being like off the bench, like type of energy guy. But yeah. a starter, I, I don't know because he doesn't offer the rim protection. He's six nine. It's not like he's like a bam out of bio and shit. Right, right, and he's not he's really not that good defender. Like he, he's not so he is more of a liability than he is. Uh, so, so I do, I do kind of agree with that. But I don't know. I feel like who do you think has he, a better chance, him or Kofi uh, Cockburn? Uh, Kofi, for sure. Because Kofi can score yeah. on like, of course, Oscar. He getting a little jumper in the mid range and like he, he'll take him when he wants to, but. Kofi got it. I ain't gonna lie. Kofi, nice. The only thing is, Oscar give you. Kofi got more of a pro ceiling, I would say. Yeah, I, I probably need that one. Oh, you think Kofi will get, definitely get picked before Oscar in the draft? Mm. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It, it, I don't know. That's tough. Because. Kofi is nice, and he has more of all like an all around game for a five. But that potential on Oscar is like you can actually. And how old is Oscar? 21, 22? Yeah, he's probably like twenty one. Oh yeah, so how old is Kofi? Kofi probably twenty one too. But I thought Oscar was a little bit older. Yeah, I think was he Kofi is a junior or a senior? I believe it's, uh, he might be a junior. He gotta be a junior. I felt like he was definitely not no damn senior. You sure he's not a sophomore? Is he a sophomore? Did he come in the same year as Ayo? Or on tripping? No, nah, Ayo is a junior. Yeah, Kofi's a junior. Mm. Yeah, he's 22. All right. Oh, so that niggas might take Oscar. Even though it's one it's year different, but still. Yeah, I don't know. But going back to the Tennessee game, uh, they they basically had full control of the, of the game after and that whole situation with the strength and conditioning coach and Zakai Ziegler and like the whole bench and shit. Like after that, it was like seven. It was seventeen seventeen, and then Tennessee just wanted to run. Kentucky couldn't score for like the next like five or six minutes of the game, and then and Kennedy Chandler started off the game hot. I said that in the chat. Oh, yeah. Yeah, nigga yeah, yeah, I didn't even see the cooking. beginning of the game. I got home and watched the rest of it. He had like three threes in like the first like couple of minutes and shit. I think he had like 11 points in like the first couple of minutes. I don't know how much he ended off with. But... He had number 17. Yeah. Him and Zakai Ziegler. Yeah, just 17. Good. Like the point of attack defense between those two is just like, it just causes havoc for teams. Like that's the reason why I think Tennessee is like one of the best defenses in the country. 
and it, it was like a comment that they made. It was like um, the, the identity of the team was like nobody, like nobody has like, an ego on the team. Like everybody knows their role, and like they, they like they still believe they could be a championship team. Like they think they could, they could go to the title game and shit like that. Like it's like they got like a lot of guys who just know how to play their role. And like I was saying, uh, Santiago Vascovi, he was one who like really like was showing out to me like on both ends of the ball. Surprisingly, like he had 18 points and he was like really locking up. Uh, uh what's his name? Kelly Grady off ball. Like he was getting no looks. Kelly Grady had like six points. I think the whole game. Man, he was shitting on Kelly Grady too. He was guarding him for the majority of his buckets. Yeah, yeah. he ended up two and nine from the field. Yeah. yeah, nobody really shot good at all for you guys, other than uh, Jacob Stockton. Yeah, we shot 34% from the field and 31 from three. They shot five or 16. Yeah, that's what I call lock up. <laughs> Oscar was missing bunnies. Keon Brooks wasn't making no damn mid-range jump shots or, like, floater area jump shots. I think it was non-existent. Yeah. Because I don't remember even seeing Keon Brooks do anything, like, noteworthy that game. He didn't. Yeah, he only made 21 minutes, yeah. Eight points. Dog, what is up in your backcourt? Yeah. <laughs> and how is um how is Ty Ty? Is he gonna be back for next game or what? I, um, I feel like at, at this point they're gonna have to sit him for like maybe until the tournament. Yeah, yeah there, there was like he might I think he might may miss uh people they were talking about like he may could miss like next few games. Like I, nothing really like has came out about it yet, but like I know Jonathan Pyre was saying that he probably should have like not played him. But like Ty Ty really, I guess he like he really wanted to play and stuff like that. And like I guess you really saw it like in the game. Like he was like furious like after he got injured, like getting the chair and shit. Yeah, he just had like a bump on his face all the time. Like he so really I, wanted to be out there. I saw play, a nigga but... itching his head every single time they were showing it, showing on, nah. on the bench. Nigga was tight. Yeah, he was really tight. Though, like, but yeah, that was just a big blow for us, really. And he was and going back to like the first game when they were we came um. When they came out to us, like he was like the main guy, like really came out like firing, just cooking like all their guards and shit. But so the terrible is definitely turned. And um, yes, yeah, the guard play just was not there. That was just not there, bro. So how you feel about this Kentucky team? Like, you think y'all? Got I fuck with this team. Healthy, I every healthy, I think we're still a dangerous team, right? But. That's the big like one. If somebody goes down or something like that, especially like in the guards, if somebody goes down, uh, like in terms of like in the backcourt area, like they like problems are definitely gonna stir up. Um, I, my I, take that's, on that, yeah. I would say, um, first off, I don't think you should get scared yet. Well, I think you should be like y'all good right now, and that Florida, yeah, I'm, I'm, that, like that, just, I know Florida ain't shit really, but like. In general, y'all look good. I'm not going to lie. But the main thing is just staying healthy is the, the hardest part for y'all. And I don't know. I don't yeah. know, to be honest. I don't know if you're going to be able to see a full backcourt healthy again for a minute. I'm not going to lie. Because that SEC played different. I don't know if uh, some of your wheel are going to be able to survive. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. Hopefully. I mean, I think – well, if everything, the stars align, everybody's healthy, I think you will still be like a very good team. But Keep like you're saying, SEC is like one of the, the rough leagues. Keep but, it a buck with me. What's the ceiling of this Kentucky team to you? Hmm? What's the ceiling of this Kentucky team to you? Shit, I'm always going to Final Four, my niggas. I'm always going to stick with them and go Final Four. Completely healthy? I think Final 
I think we have the I think we have the the I say this, the formula like a team that can that you need to like really show out in like a tournament game like where if everything's going good you shoot you got the shooters you got the the solid rebounder side you got the point guard you got a score I think if everything was good and you got the athletes too like I think we have like the a signature kind of like formula to do that but like like Jay was saying we gotta stay healthy. I agree. Yeah. Who do y'all play next? Y'all have any big games coming up? I'm about to look. I think it's uh, Arkansas uh, next. Alabama Saturday. Ooh. Yeah, Alabama. Yeah. And then y'all play LSU. So we might go there without Tata. Then y'all play Arkansas. All right. While we talking about Alabama, <clears throat> they number they rank 25 right now. What do y'all think the ceiling is for Alabama? Yeah. Uh, I'll say at best is Elite Eight. I don't see them yeah. as a Final Four team because they don't defend. Yeah, they just I think came off. Uh, they just beat Mississippi State today. But yeah. I still think yeah, Alabama is a dangerous team though. That no team wants to play. Yeah. Because they could get hot. But for me, I, I, yeah, that, yeah, that's that's where they could get hot. But like, I, I'm just not really. I don't know. I feel like a lot of days, like, Walsh is really just, like, maybe, like, got me, you know, like, kind of got me stuck on those. But, like you said, they they defense, the like, their defensive consistency. And, like, say if one of their guards not come to play, like, they're, I feel like they're just completely dismantled. Yeah. No, I do agree with that. I was just about to say that because <clears throat> when I watch Alabama games, I feel like I never – and there has been games where they both go off at the same time, but the ones I've watched, I've never seen Jaden Shackelford and uh, Javon Quinterly go off at the same time or at least be efficient at the same time. So that's one thing I think is going to be an issue for them come tournament time because if one of them isn't on, where are those points coming from? JD, I mean, throughout the season, he's starting to progress more and more and become a better scorer and a better playmaker and stuff. But overall, you're not looking for your points out of him. So where are the points going to come from? Uh, that's the question. Like, if one of them gets shut down, uh, get shut down, especially in the tournament game, because anything can happen. If one of them gets shut down, then what's going to happen now? Where the points come from? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's been a couple of games like that too. Like, especially with like, say, like JQ's. I feel like it starts off with JQ. Like, if he's playing bad, like, and it feels like kind of every time I feel like he plays bad or he has a bad shooting game, like the rest of them is not. Like the rest of them kind of like follow suit. Yeah, I think I said that a couple episodes. Like when JQ is playing uh, with all that confidence and swagger, he just lifts up this Alabama team and just like it gets everybody else going on the squad. When he gets into the basket and like making nice dimes, making plays and shit, and like flashing and everything, like it. That's when Alabama starts to play even better. But JQ needs to be consistent if they want to win. So is uh, Jaden Shackelford and. They just gonna have to really outshoot teams that they make it like a deep one a deep run. Yeah, but I feel like it's a part of the season. Like, I feel like that's a good. So I think shoot, but yeah, the consistency you gotta be there. Just like the kind of consistent sometimes. They could lose in a fucking party second round, but party possibly make it like an elite eight. Final four, I don't know, because I would probably take the other mm-hmm. team because they're probably gonna be be able to defend at least. Yeah. I agree with that. Uh, what all the teams I want to talk about? We can talk about them Blue Devils, man. Oh, yeah. Let's, uh, let's get into yeah. it. 
Oh, a lot of controversy too. Like, even though I feel like it was kind of, I, I don't feel like it was nothing much to talk about. Yeah. You could you could bring that up. All right. So um, Duke uh, played Wake Forest yesterday. They won by two. It went down the wire. And uh, first of all, first, oh my god, this nigga so tough. Oh. AJ Griffin, uh, uh, nigga AJ Griffin. Yeah, twelve points that game. But yeah, going back to that, uh, I think Mark Williams had like the game went into. It was supposed to, so basically it was a miss. I think inside and it was a the ball was coming off the rim, but it came off the rim. But Mark Williams tipped it back in for the win, and uh, it was like a lot of people saying like. The ball was like still in like um like on the cylinder or whatever. It wasn't on the cylinder. It was, yeah, it was on the cylinder. Bro. Yeah, was just chatting. Just I, was saying, I was like, nah. It was like because everybody did not show the overhead and stuff. And I was like, even in, even in other ones, you could still see like it came off, like it was coming off the rim. So yeah, yeah when, they, when they showed it, like when it was like above the rim, like you, that's when you that's when you really saw it. Like that shit was not above the cylinder. Well, it was above the yeah. cylinder. Was yeah, it? but yeah, that's, yeah, that's what happened there, and. Yeah, Mark Williams. I, I talk about Mark Williams. Nigga, I'm not even gonna talk about that shit, bro. Fuck that. that. I was not satisfied with the game. You wasn't? Oh, yeah, nigga, did you watch it? Idea. I mean, I, I saw like the second half. Really. We was the up 19. Time. We was Dang. up 19 <laughs> and almost blew that shit against Wake Forest at home. Like that shit is. I feel like that could really be a like. Oh my god, it was just bad. Like we we did almost did it again. We like almost almost beat ourselves. Like we was playing to lose like those last couple minutes because it was around like the fifteen or twelve minute mark. Paulo hit a three, and then that put us up nineteen. But oh, Coach K also went out after the first half. Oh, yeah. So John Shire took yeah. over. But they basically just stopped playing after that, and then Wake Forest to start getting back bucket out the bucket and shit, and then. We just had like stagnant offense. It wasn't really really doing shit. But like in a, early on in the first half, we was swinging that shit. It was one play that like we made a, like five passes like around the perimeter, and then Jeremy Roach ended up with a wide open three. And like it was just too much. One pass and wait till the shot clock run down and do some dumb shit. Wendell Moore trying to draw a foul on a three. Uh, Trevor Kills making a wild play. Like that shit was bad. And then. Wake Forest cut the lead down. They tied the game up, and we end up winning by two points. Like to me, we got us. We got to learn how to put teams away because we are so like the team is like so young and shit. So they just have lapses in the game, and we've seen it happen time after time. Every single time, Duke's lost because they had lapses. They can't close out like they're struggling closing out games, and that's going to be something that we need to take. We need to work on if we want to win a national championship. Now, we talked about Duke a lot this season, and I've said it a couple of times, but I don't think I've ever heard you harp on it a lot. I've been seeing it from a lot of other people as well. Do you think that Paolo needs to learn how to be able to close it, like to be able to close in? Oh, my God, I can't even speak. Do you think that Paolo needs to learn how to close mm-hmm. games? I feel like it's not just – it's not Paolo. Like, I wouldn't – I'll say – but as I can't blame as, it on Paul. I, I know because there, there's times we like times in a season where we lost because we couldn't get the ball to Paul. Facts. But as far as I know, uh, when you're looking at it as a whole and as a team, you can't just judge one person. But we're talking about superstar status, potential number one draft pick. When you got that lure to uh, lure to you, do you think that when crunch time comes, you're supposed to have the ball in your hand to be able to? Delivery and crunch time. 
Yeah, but I'm saying, like, there's really times that we couldn't get the ball to Paulo in games and, like, plays that wasn't set up for Paulo. When Trevor Kills uh, took that game one three against Miami, it probably should have went to him. Like, I feel like we just need to work on, as a team, better late-game offense and closing out games. And do you think that he should be – I mean, obviously not, but, like, do you think he should get more on-ball reps? He was. He just wasn't, like, really hitting crazy. Mm. Cause there was, I think, like uh, yesterday, there was more times he uh, went like picking a roll. But his shots wasn't falling. But the thing, Paulo, like in the first half, was playmaking. He had like four assists, and then he got into like foul trouble mm-hmm. towards the end of the first half. Yeah. So yeah, he didn't have a terrible game. It was just really overall as a team where we just had lapses where we basically just stopped playing, and we ended up like beating ourselves, just making dumb plays. There was uh, one play I think around like fifty seconds left. Uh, no, I'll go back to one of them. Around like two minutes left, Paulo got a block, and then Trevor Kill saves, it, and then AJ Griffin pulls up for a three. Even mm-hmm. though like it was like a, a transition, but he probably should have drove in that situation. Probably brought it out. That was one uh, mistake right there. And then uh, with like fifty seconds left, uh, Trevor kills. I think he gets a steal or something, and then John Shire is trying to tell him to call a timeout, and then the nigga reaches, and then he goes to the basket and tries throwing an alley-oop to Mark Williams, and that shit goes in the stands. Ugh. Like, that's really fucked us up. Yeah. We was just doing some dumb shit. But, like, the biggest problem for this Duke team, they don't have a point guard. If we had Tyus Jones as the point guard, freshman Tyus Jones, there's no doubt we'd be in the championship because mm-hmm. he can manage the game, and he could get uh, Paulo looks for shots, and he knows how to control the pace and everything. We don't have that as a team. We just have... Uh, a collection of ball handlers. Sometimes it could be Wendell Moore. It could be Trevor Kills. It could be Jeremy Roach. But no, we don't have no like real point guard on the squad. Yeah, I feel like I, I don't know. If, did I bring that up a while ago? I feel like I might have uh, touched on it because I think I asked you about how you feel about Jeremy Roach. And like, I was thinking like, um, yeah, I didn't really know how I felt about like, he's a good player, but like, I, like you said, like as a point guard who's going to like get like everybody involved like in a he's good not- way, like getting shots. Like he, had his, he had his moments, like especially yeah. when Trevor Kills went out, he had his moments. And then right when Trevor Kills came back, that nigga was just came back to like he was just doing too much. And then he wasn't playing well. He wasn't knocking down shots and he was turning the ball over like a little bit. He's just not consistent right now, like a level. But if Trevor Kills, I know mean, Jeremy Rose is playing like uh, how he was before Trevor Kills, we could win a championship. But it just hasn't been like reliable and like consistent at this point. So, and Trevor Kills, I mean, Jeremy Rose went back to the bench this game, so, and Trevor Kills. Yeah, I just about to bring up, yeah. Trevor Kills played 35 minutes, so Jeremy Rose played 18. But, uh, yeah, how, how do you feel about Wendell Moore in this game? Uh, he had, like, 17 or some shit like that, right? Yeah, he had 16, 6, and 5 in 38 minutes. He was solid. Like, I'm not saying anybody really, really played, like, ass yesterday. But it's just yeah. the late game shit, shit that we've seen that needs to be cleaned up because it's February and a month from now it's gonna be March and we could be a team that loses in the second round, but we could team that be a team that wins the national championship because we just played down the composition too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I agree with that because I feel like if we make it to the Sweet Sixteen, nigga, I'm confident because we've seen we could beat the Gonzagas. We've seen like we've seen how deadly niggas play in big games. We could we show yeah. up in big games, but it's like the the Miamis, uh, Clemson's, Wake Forest, like Virginia, just like the close games, nigga, we never know. I agree. Yeah, that's you know, it's like yeah. one of the ACC teams, boy. <laughs> 
Like, I wouldn't even be surprised if we lost in the second round. I'm telling you, if we go to the Sweet 16, I'm like, all right, I think we can take care of business from here and run the table. But I feel like this is this is the type of Duke team that's capable of losing the second round. Like, just look at the Jason Tatum team. Same thing happened. They didn't have a real point guard. Frank Jackson ain't no real point guard. Well, due respect, but we had like we had a combination of niggas. We had Grayson Allen. Uh, we had Luke Kennard that year. Frank Jackson could handle it a little bit. We just had a collection of shit. But last time Duke won, and the, the other time Duke won, they had two point guards: Nolan Smith and uh, John Shire. And you got Ty Jones and Quinn Cook. Like, think about that. Those niggas are tough. Damn. Niggas on lots of memories. But yeah, I feel you. Yeah. That's all I really got to say about the Duke team. Unless y'all got anything else. Nah, I was about to say. um, Shout out to Mark Williams, though. Yeah, while we're talking about college, let's hop right into uh, talking about, let's get into the first four. Who do you think going to be the first four selected? First four. Uh, Gonzaga is definitely about to get the number one overall seed because they go run the table in their yeah. conference. Auburn got it, is also a number one seed to me. And, damn, who's up? I'm blanking out right now. Arizona. Oh, yeah, Arizona. I think Arizona could get it. Yeah, I, I was going to bring up the um, prediction that uh, uh, I think Andy Cass came out with. Shit, fuck those predictions now. Fuck, man, we still we still on our shits. Then <laughs> uh, a fourth number one number one seed. I feel like it's up in the air, especially now that Kentucky lost because they was on the run. Yeah, yeah, we was on the I still got to So I feel like it's it's up in the air. Like you could go Purdue, maybe Kansas if they won the conference. I don't know if Duke could get it. Maybe. It's just, I feel like other teams will probably have better wins. And, like, we'll need more teams to lose. But if I had to pick right now, I'll say, damn, Purdue or Kansas. Uh, I'll go Purdue. Yeah, I'll go Purdue for that one. For me, I, I, I would do... Gonzaga. You have better wins than Kansas? Uh, I'll name off the, some of their wins right now. Because I know they got worse losses than uh, is that yeah, Rutgers they lost, loss? They alone. lost to Rutgers and in oh, Michigan. Yeah, 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 yeah. So those losses alone, I'm putting Kansas above uh, Purdue. You could argue that. Uh, what's some of the teams they beat? They beat Illinois. That was in February. Shit, they lost to Wisconsin. They beat Illinois twice. They beat Ohio State. They beat Iowa. Well, Iowa not my rank. So lucky number. Yeah, you might be right. Then they mm-hmm. beat Iowa twice. Yeah, I'll put Kansas there. I feel like this will probably go based off where Wednesday conference. Yeah, I can see that too. But yeah, we could go Kansas for now. Uh, the number two seeds at this point would be Kentucky, Duke, 
Purdue. Well, Purdue. Yeah. And probably yeah. Baylor. Baylor? Yeah, I was just like, yeah. And then we could just go to the three three seeds if we want to just keep going. Yeah. Uh I think Providence would be a three seed. Yeah, I seen Providence up there. Uh, yeah, I did see Providence nice as well too. Yeah, they just lost uh yesterday. Who they play? I think it was Villanova. Yeah, it was Villanova. Mm. Colin Gillespie got like 31 or some shit. Oh, yeah, I did see that. Yeah, yeah. I did see that. Uh, so, yeah, Villanova is probably going to be a 3 seed too. Illinois? Illinois? <sighs> they just lost to Rutgers. Oh, yeah, they did just lose to Rutgers. Damn. That's to Rutgers, too. So, we got Villanova. Did we name Villanova? Yeah. Uh, yeah, what's hot? Yeah, well, yeah. Nah, Providence. Uh-huh. Yeah, Providence. It's, it's yeah, it's between Illinois, probably UCLA or Houston. I think UCLA did it just Houston be, just lost to yeah, the Memphis, but they twenty yeah, and Memphis. four. She. Yeah, yeah, that's tough. All right, let's let's pick one. What oh, we got to pick two? <clears throat> well, I mean, uh, twenty and four is a good ass record. So Texas Tech. Tech. Oh yeah, Texas Tech. I'll go That's Texas Tech, mm. and then we got to pick between Illinois, uh, Houston, Wisconsin, and UCLA. Um, Wisconsin. I'm taking, I'm taking Houston. Houston. They, I know they got the best record out of all of them. They got the best record, but the, the conference. They, yeah, yeah. They play in a trash conference. Shit. What big wins did UCLA have? They beat, they oh. smacked Nova, right? <laughs> yeah, I think, yeah, yeah. I think they smacked Nova. And they, they, and they beat and Arizona. US, I think they just came off of you. Oh, no, they lost to USC. Never mind. Oh, yeah. By three points. Oh, yeah. Now that white boy was going crazy. Yeah. Oh, my God. I got that nigga name. I remember that from last year. The Chris Tapps looking nigga. Yeah. Yeah, but so yeah, I don't think it's boss. Shit, niggas been picking up losses everywhere. Uh fuck, I'll probably go Illinois. Yeah, I'll stick with Illinois. So Providence, Villanova, Illinois, Texas, Texas Tech, Tech, and Illinois. Uh we can answer whatever, whatever the next thing was. Um, shit. Oh well, I mean, are we done with all the college topics? We get all, all that out the way. Oh, let's let's have a shout out. Shout out of the week. <laughs> Trash ass UNC Tar Heels. <laughs> Niggas suck. Niggas lost. Nigga, you know you went as rock. You hit rock bottom when you lose to Pitt. Yeah, that, that's bad. That's very to bad. Pitt. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do a quick search on Twitter real quick. Hey, Niggas, we smoking on that Tar Heels pack tonight, nigga. <laughs> Fuck you mean. Yeah. How y'all feel about KLO? I love me, yo. Mm. Yeah, yo, yo. The dude mother of the tweet on Twitter is fucked up. <laughs> it was like, uh, KLO is about to be a problem in the NIT. <laughs> hey, yo. <laughs> Honestly, no, yeah. that's crazy. Kayla Love, like... Hey, man. I don't know, man. 
And like I was saying before I was watching that video, uh, Jay, you know who I was talking about, his name is Matt B. Great. And he was talking about like yeah. Caleb Love. And he was making up tweets and like about the UNC fans that they was talking about. It. Like it was like a confession. Like they they've been disappointed in Caleb Love since he came. And like I just I, it's really kind of like it's it's bad because I, I I was one of the people that thought like okay he seemed like a one of them big not a big guard but he seemed like one of those guards that maybe could be like a one and done type of guy like coming in like I thought he was gonna be one of those McDonald's American things like a top ten recruit like one of the best point guards in the class and stuff like that. And I like, just never thought he since his like the start off you his career. Yeah, you 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 did yeah you did have that outlook on him, but I just, I thought he was gonna be one of those guys that could come up and be like one and done maybe because like, they I, was coming and expecting him to like They was expecting him to come in. They were Kobe White did. But I didn't think he was better than Kobe White. Yeah. I didn't think he was going to do what Kobe White did. I thought he was more like... So when Kobe White came in, like you already know he was going to the league. But the way that Caleb Love moved, like I feel like his the way his package looks, it translates better to the league type shit. So, and Kobe White? Yeah. Like, what does he do just, better? I'm, I'm just... I'm not, not as far as like what he does. I'm talking about aesthetics. So, like, when I was watching him play, I was like, oh, this nigga look like he belong in the league type shit. So, I guess that's what, like, maybe the lore is to him. Like, that's what everybody like, is attached to because that's what I thought, like, first off, coming on. Like, I was watching his AAU footage. I was watching his fucking high school footage. Like, his CBC, but all that shit. I was watching all of that. And I thought he was him because, like, the moves he was making, the shots he was taking, it was like, it looked like pro shit. So, friend, I don't know. It's confusing, man. He just he ain't consistent. That's what he is and inefficient. Yeah. Play to which one called it? When did they play? They played today. Yeah, look yeah, up his so, stat line. What do you do? Okay, yeah, this was one today. Um, let me see. Nigga got his eyes kicked. <laughs> man. The same thing gonna happen March 5th when we see them niggas again. They lost by nine. Then it was down 17. You got it? Five. That's bad. Yeah, I got it. Uh, yeah. yeah. 19 points on seven to 14. And one of six from three. And it was it was one point where I'm assuming, like, because this tweet says uh, 13 straight points get love. This kid's special. Wow. And somebody was like, special turnovers. And it was like, it'll be amazing. If he plays special for 40 minutes and not seven. Damn. So, I mean, nah, that's, that's really him, yeah, though. Like, yeah. Damn, like, y'all niggas really be hating. <laughs> 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 Yo, they really coming at this nigga. That's crazy, bro. I'm looking at it. was like Caleb and Armando in the, in the all the Shanghai Sharks in a few years. And it's like Shaq and Kobe. Now, like. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Hey, yeah. Nah, both of them definitely yeah. like, yeah. Nah, yeah. yeah. I feel bad because I like around the yeah. makeup, but he ain't gonna be shit. Nah, they could be G League niggas. Yeah, they could definitely be G League. And it's shit. It's like you and you was just like you're saying. I thought it, like it's even like for Kobe. I mean, I love like aesthetically. Like I thought, like I said, I thought he was like one of them guards that you know, he's kind of big for a point guard. I thought you just have like an a little advantage, but it just has not been together for him. He's like a sophomore now, right? Yeah. Yeah. All right. So you know what? I got a great ass comparison. I thought Caleb Love was gonna be what Bryce McGowan is right now. That's what I thought exactly. That's what I thought that nigga was gonna really? be. Really? Really? Yeah. That's what I thought he was gonna be. That shit gets me tight, bro. 
And I would say with a little better shooting because Bryce McGowan, I think sometimes his uh that shit be broke sometimes. But yeah. other than that, he another inefficient nigga. But I yeah. think he, I think he could be tough. Yeah, once he once he gets his efficiency straight, yeah, yeah. he'll be good. Because he gets to the rack too. The free throw attempts. Yeah, he gets to the rack. Uh, yeah, we just had. I just had to piss on uh the Tar Heels grave real quick. <laughs> hey, yo. Nah, I don't know if y'all know. What but, happened? I was. And one more thing about them. I would say like I don't know um, too much about this nigga coaching, but is yeah, I think he a Gilbert Davis, whatever this nigga name is. Is he a good coach? Like I don't know. I don't know. I just want to see. Yeah, I don't too much on Tar Heels, so I couldn't even tell you. Uh, well, from what I really watch, he don't like <laughs> it's his first year. I can't give him too much fly, but yeah, that is true. like, he's gonna need to learn, obviously. But they in trouble, <laughs> the program is going <laughs> downhill. Like, it's really been a couple he years, like, it's probably been like three years since the North Carolina has been down, and that was when Zion was playing and Kobe yeah. White was playing. But since then, with the Cole Anthony year. Uh, this past year, and now they're having another year where they might not make the tournament because they don't have any good wins this season. And they got smacked by like forty against Kentucky. They got smacked by Duke by by twenty. So they have like, and they have like a lot of bad losses. So nit me, <laughs> <laughs> niggas is nigga in a Cedric the Entertainer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They, nit for them. The only way North Carolina makes the tournament yeah. is just off their name. Nigga laughing. That's just falling off. Yeah, and they not getting like I saw somebody was like, "Damn, how North Carolina like this bad? Like, what happened? Um, they just not getting the recruits like they used to." And they still not getting them now, yeah. so it's really going to take like, like the next couple of years. Yeah. <laughs> they been getting the same type of recruits the past few years. Like, even like I think this class they getting those like. Kind of like local guys, and then they get like four stars or whatever. Like you don't mm-hmm. see like a top ten. Type and like they don't have like the upperclassmen, like, st- like right the now. good upperclassmen staying, like the Bryce Johnsons, the JP Tokados, the Isaiah Hicks, Kennedy Meeks, and like the Marcus Pages. They don't have like those type of players either. And it's it's like I can't even say it's been like a steady decline uh, for them. But as far as like really getting recruits, it's been like a steady decline. Like over like the past like ten years with North Carolina, yeah. at least pro- production wise, from the niggas because they do get five stars, but they don't really turn out to be anything. Damn, and they man. I know they missing Walker yeah, so Kessler. Right now. Oh yeah, they oh yeah, hell yeah. Right he, nigga, I remember I said it. I said it. Yeah, I said that thing last episode. I think uh, he has more blocks than the whole team or something like that. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Yo, Jeff. Yeah, I think Walker Kessler the first round pick. I'm there. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I think in our mock drive, I took him like 23rd to Brooklyn. Yeah, yeah, you did. You talking about? It's not bad. Yeah, you brought it down. It's not bad at all. Yeah. I think got a few. Yeah. I kind of like him, and I've I've been watching this game like pretty much all season long. And he tough. I'm not yeah, gonna lie. Nah, he's definitely a freshman. Yeah, he comes to play every game. Bro. And that nigga's a lob machine. For he did, he defensive player of the year. Oh, yeah, not nah, for sure. That's saying something that because that nigga Mark Williams been a monster. Walker Kessler, you can like shot blocks and especially do that in a power five conference, as though did. 
Because you know them niggas be, they be like, it's that one like always shot blocker and like a lower D1 shit that just be punching everything. This nigga's not as good. But to do that in a power five conference, average four blocks a game, man, a white boy, nigga, you yeah. got it. He's certified. Yeah, nah, nah. <laughs> He's going to pay on that nigga. Yeah. That, nigga that nigga's serious. Like, he he like, alters everything. Yeah. Say you're a white boy. Nah, that really is. Yeah, imagine, too. imagine you heard that nigga say, "Give me that shit, nigga." Like you can't even do anything. Think when you met her. He white, you can't even do anything because that nigga really punches shit. Like, that so reminds me of uh, <laughs> that picture I sent y'all in the chat. The Cooper Cup shit it was like, "I'm the best receiver in the league." Nigga. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can't even do anything about that shit. He really is. <laughs> Nah, Cooper Cup, him, nigga. Yo, that shit is hilarious because he really is the best. <laughs> so if you must just say some shit like that, niggas can't even get mad. Nah, I ain't know his stats was that old dude. Yeah, nah, bro. Nah, his shit's his old nigga. Like, he got mad at stats, bro. <laughs> nigga really had, like, one of the best wide receiver seasons ever. Like, nah, no, I think he had the best wide receiver. It was, like, him and, like, Jerry Rice that did, like, yeah, nigga, nigga had, <laughs> nigga was leading every category, uh, category of touchdowns, catches, receptions, fucking. Nigga was my creative player. <laughs> Yeah, nigga, I say, right, nigga did have one of the max seasons, nigga. <laughs> nigga, that was my six eleven wide receiver. <laughs> That's the shit that nigga put up. Damn, oh, you heard I remember the- those days. Damn, that's a good ass time. Niggas out there pray for uh, nigga Eli Apple because they was frying him on. Him. Oh yeah, niggas was calling him burnt toast and everything. <laughs> <laughs> at like, I'm like, yo, every, everything. They, uh, they chilled out on him now, but that shit was bad when uh, yeah. when the game was over. Cause he was talking crazy. Yeah, and now he was like, he was him. Tickets to the game. He was all niggas like all oh, tickets to the game and shit. I was like, damn, nigga. nigga was on the scouting report at him, <laughs> at him, <laughs> in all caps, at him. Yeah. That shit was hilarious, <laughs> bro. Oh shit! That was frying that nigga for no reason. But yeah, back to basketball, nigga. Um. I wasn't here for the whole trade deadline reaction, but my God, <laughs> I ain't give my opinions. I think Brooklyn won. Yes, sir. I yes, think sir. Brooklyn won, man. That, yeah, Brooklyn won gang. That shit crazy, yeah. man. <laughs> to add best hey, and Seth Curry and Andre Drummond. And they about to lift the mask mandate, nigga. Oh, my God. Yo. Yeah, that, you know that. It's like basically, I think they said like unvaccinated uh players could play for the garden, but like the home, like, yeah, the home, yeah, yeah, that don't make no sense, bro. And like the mayor, like, yeah. And like the mayor was just saying that, like after meeting them, nigga was meeting with Joe. After that nigga's wild, but yeah, I <laughs> yeah, told you, bro. I told you that nigga. Isn't <laughs> he trying to get that shit banned off the internet or some shit? It, nigga, he met. He met not with, the like, music. He not trying to get the music banned. He just trying. He's saying that like, like if they be like, deleting yeah. shit, like uh, like uh, Donald Trump's Twitter for saying shit. How come gun, uh, kids with guns can keep their videos up on the internet? Uh. And that kind of makes like sense, but at the same shit. time, nigga, you are out. Like, why? Like, why are you doing that? It's not that big of a deal. I mean, 
violence has spiked, but <laughs> these niggas was gonna kill each other regardless. Now niggas just put it on music. That's what it is. But not yet. For uh, <laughs> uh, what you call it, Kyrie is probably gonna be up too. So like, you're playing like a lot more too. So looking good for Brooklyn. Shit, Ben Simmons is back to doing the offseason uh, footage. Shit. <laughs> How long you think it's gonna take for his mental to get right or whatever he waiting on? Uh, <laughs> he said he was hopefully gonna play against March March 10th against Philly. So that's the yeah, reason now. I think he'll probably be playing within like two weeks. I think KD is gonna be back soon, coming back soon. Yeah, so if they could get those two on the court together so they could get chemistry. And Seth Curry already been hooping. Like, he just uh, won the game. And I think Andre Drummond is just a good addition because it just gives them another big. Now that, like, they have, like, three bigs that they could go to. They could go to Drummond for, like, bigger matchups. They could go to Claxton, and they could go to Aldridge. That's, like, three different change of pace bigs. Aldridge could stretch Mm -hmm. the floor. Claxton could give you some athleticism and block shots and be, like, a loud threat. And then you got Drummond, and they get that just miss shots and get the rebounds. (laughs) (laughs) And he a big body, too. Yeah, nah. Nah, Andre Drummond's been hooping this season, though. Like, he's been, been, like, playing well, especially, like, times Joel B was missing or just even coming off the bench for him. So I think that was just a really good addition. But the Seth Curry, like, I said this last episode, Every team that trades Seth Curry ends up regretting. Yeah, that's a fact. <laughs> Damn, yeah, that's gonna come back to haunt them niggas. Yeah, and Brooklyn just like yeah, that's me, is, uh, dude, I'm telling you, because I feel like I know they wanted to keep Maxine and Thibault, so they they had to do it uh-huh. to get to get Harden, but it's tough. Like yeah. that's one nigga yeah. that you really don't want to miss because now you are relying on Danny Green. To be a oh. consistent shooter, and we know that nigga has his. He has moments where he's hot, but he has moments when that nigga's cold. And when he's cold, he's cold. Ice and then, cold. And also, Thibel is he a reliable shooter? And hell no. Uh, Tobias Harris be folding. So I just feel like one thing that they just missing is a, another shooter. And we got to see Harden come to play. Uh-huh. Yeah. Talking about, like, I'm, the, I'm out on Harden. This is, I think this is Harden's last chance to like really yeah. prove niggas wrong and shit. If he can't win a yeah. championship here, then he not that guy. Like I feel like it's just like it's over for that. Cause look how every situation that he left like recently turned out. Like with the Houston stuff, uh, like the teammates with uh, him and CP3 having problems, the mm-hmm. White Howard having problems, uh, even Westbrook having problems, like. You don't hear what players ever said a good thing about Harden as a teammate. Yeah. Like you heard the interview about Bruce yeah. Brown talking about like how everybody likes each other and just like Harden is, is basically like had the locker room like kind of off like fucked up and like he just didn't want to be there. And that everybody was happy that he they he basically got out. And sure. the environment probably was just about to be, like the morale probably was just boosted on top of that. And, it's, not, and it already seems like the niggas already buddy buddy now with this this uh Ben Simmons coming in like feeling like the aura has been like at least he's in a positive aura now. I'll be happy as hell too. A, a young light skinned six ten nigga about a comfy me to rock all game long. Hell yeah, I'll be happy. Yeah, I feel like it's like kind of both both players like last well not probably not Ben Simmons last chance but like they got a he got they both got something to prove. Like they both got what they wanted, a new environment. So let's let's see y'all niggas hoop. 
Facts. Yeah, yeah, nah, enough of the bullshit. Facts. Yeah, enough of the bullshit. Let's Facts. see y'all niggas hoop. Harden, you gonna show up? Because you got a nigga that's averaging 30 right next to you. This is perfect yeah. situation you wanted. This is this is the situation that you said you wanted the first time when you got traded. Yeah, first choice. He's on my hand. This is my first choice. And shit. Yeah, let's see so you got going. another MVP candidate. So I don't want to hear no damn excuses about fucking hoe. Is you going to show up when it is down? <laughs> what's it called? Two minutes left in the game when right. they need you in big moments? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got this nigga doing double step backs now. <laughs> and Ben, nah, nah, get on Ben too. Because Ben, he got a lot on his plate too. Yeah, oh, yeah, fact, yeah. Like, I feel like. The one thing about Ben, I feel like he's like has less pressure than Harden because he's in a situation that's just like he could just be him, and like he doesn't have to be like some like something. Ass. He doesn't have to be the second option, and that's what he was yeah. on Philly. They needed him to be the second best player, but mm-hmm. like him playing with Kyrie and uh, KD and all the spacing, that's that's everything that you wanted. He's basically playing yeah. like a, he could basically be playing like a Draymond role, mm-hmm. but in his own type of what. So I feel like if he does that and probably at least be a respectable shooter, but he just fits perfectly because he could just be that defensive stopper and do everything that he already does now. And that could help them win a championship. Oh, my God. They could actually play some defense now. Yeah. Like some, they, they'd be actually play like some solid like you have somebody that you, got, ball, yeah. that you could put on Giannis. Like Ben Simmons is the one, one, the most versatile player in the league that you see him on point guard, shooting guard, centers, power forwards, everything. Mm-hmm. You've seen him guard all the best players in the league. You'll see him on Trey Young one night. Then another night, he guarding Devin Booker, Kawhi, and just all the top players. Thanks. And if he's just playmaking, like him going, what's it called? Getting a, getting a rebound and you got KD, Kyrie oh trailing you, Patty Mills. And you got Joe Harris, like oh, Seth oh, yeah. Curry, Cam Thomas can get buckets. The weapons around him is stupid. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's weapon, you're, right. you're right. You're right. And he got, and he got to show up. He got a hoop. Yeah. yeah, at this point, everything is on the table for this nigga. Like, everything if, if is Ben set Simmons up for is him, him and Kyrie can get that shit off, like the mandate and everything, that shit goes well. There's no reason. There's no excuse why they can't win the championship. Facts. I agree. I agree with that 100%. There's no, I feel like there's no excuses. All three like, of them healthy too? Oh just my think God. about it. You really just got to, like, you got niggas that, that's been there before, but you really just, Ben Simmons really just needs to know in his head when he's in attack mode, nigga, he could be just so deadly, especially with all yeah. the weapons around him. If he's aggressive, bro, just shoot the, shoot the ball, bro. You can't be yeah, no bro. worse than like other niggas. I seen Westbrook fucking hit the top of the backboard. You can't be no worse than that, bro. Oh, you're saying facts. Well, yeah, if it's been range, you just—I hope Ben Simmons is confident. I hope we see the best version of Ben Ben Simmons because I said it also last episode. This could be uh, what happened to Wiggins. How it kind of saved his career when he went to Golden State. Mm. Like I feel like Ben Simmons could really put the league on notice, and people could really put some respect on Ben Simmons' name, like how good he is and shit. Because he has potential to be like, yeah, he he do get disrespected, but like at the same time, he kind of does it to himself. But I feel like he could really prove himself that. He is that guy that people thought he could be. Word. Now, I'm not going to sit here and lie. I did have my Ben Simmons gripes when he was in the middle of his mood swing or whatever was going on. I was critical. But if he can come in and shut all my talking up with some good play, then I'll I'll be the first nigga to come back here and apologize. Yeah. I agree. I play, and like. Yeah, and like you were saying, like it really is the first position for him. Like even as a team, because you got Kyrie. Like you don't need Kyrie to be like the like the niggas just play off ball. Like and you think it's 
you know, Harden was the one that was with the ball passing in or whatever. Like, it's like three main scores. Like, now you got them to that. The world is theirs on the perimeter. And you just got Ben Simmons to dish it out for everybody. Oh, my God, LeBron is going off. Bro, like, you could have, you could have uh, Ben Simmons setting a screen for Kyrie. And Kyrie could just hit him in a short roll. Now he's going downhill. And then team, like, they're going to have uh, help defenders have to... At least try and uh, drop in and shit and hope. And now you could pass it to shooters, and now you can just get to the basket and finish. And if somebody's focusing on somebody else, they he got somebody else to pass it to. Niggas is all closing on like a KD or some shit. Or when he doesn't have the ball, you could put him in. Like you said, the shooters. Yeah. yeah. And like also when he doesn't have the ball, you could just put him in a dunker spot too. Oh, yeah, that's gonna be nasty. I can't wait to see all three of them on the floor at once. Yeah, and Cam Thomas been hooping. Oh, yeah, that's gonna yeah, be that nigga just violated the next, the next <laughs> five teams. Like, who hasn't violated the season? Why are the rookies getting off from y'all? Like, Cam Thomas is yeah, that nigga Trey Man was getting <laughs> off. Josh Giddy, <laughs> yeah, Thomas, yo, did. Josh Giddy, Wally. And the garden is sweet uh, like that. Nigga. Yeah, nah, facts. Nah, it's getting crazy. Anybody can go in the garden and get 30. Nah, it's, nah, it's always been like that. <laughs> I'm telling you, everybody had to break out nah, in the garden. Nigga, Katie was. Bro, Curry. Shit, even, I guess you even count Jamie Lynn. <laughs> Shit. Well, fuck it, dog. Nigga, Katie was talking about, like, oh, it was, it was a loud night. Jamie Lynn faked his career in the garden. MSG. <laughs> That's how you know. That's how you know. What the fuck, bro? Are you ready, there? Yeah. <laughs> that nigga's hooping. What was you saying, Kevin? Yeah, I was saying, yeah, I was like, uh, KD was like, um, it was a loud night after Bark, and then he put dot, dot, dot. I mean, uh, MSG. He said some shit like that. Yeah, I wish I watched the game. How the hell y'all blow that eight, that 28-point lead? You was watching? Yeah, 20, yeah, sure. Yeah, I was watching with this nigga, uh, Agent. That shit was, oh, God. Nigga just kept missing shots and taking dumb shots. They was catching everything, everything nigga. And, like, nigga was mad, like, how? Oh, was, I forgot, what was Jules trying to shoot? Somebody, I think it was, it was like 2 of 7. Probably in the third quarter, like, probably should have shot that nigga. Nigga just kept playing. It was just, uh, nigga just not taking niggas out, really. And I sat a camera deciding, too. He, I think he missed. The only thing I seen for that, nigga, he missed, like, a three. I was with the kids. Yeah, I'm looking at his stats. He was on the five. 13 minutes. Yeah, niggas, what are you going to do? Never mind. But, uh... <laughs> nigga wanted to hate. Goodbye. What you would call it? Shit. I, I think the consensus in the, the Knicks community is really just fire tips, honestly. <laughs> at this point, that's all I've been seeing now. Niggas is not fucking with everyone the way he does. Damn. Yeah. Something got to give he gotta go, bro. Yeah. I I only I watched the like the last couple of minutes of the, the game versus the Thunder, and how the hell y'all lose that? Well, Trey Man was going off, and Josh Giddy had an OD dime in overtime, but I don't know this this season really just exposing that George Randall was not no damn first option. That nigga, he he's a what's the how I say this? He put up numbers, but that should just be um, like it's not. They don't hold weight. Empty calories. Yeah, it's, it don't really hold weight. And no, it, it's the thing is, he puts up good numbers, but it's the moments that he has and the dumb shots and like. Yeah, 
I don't like how he plays. I really, yeah. I it's really the do. it's the plays that like you really need. Like you need to take get a good shot or some shit, or where he could just get to the basket and bully his way to the basket. But you could shoot a step back in the mid range. Yeah, the thing is, yeah, like it's like he's he's it's like he switched his whole archetype. <laughs> type of shit. It's like him and he's still getting adapted. Like he's doing good with like getting the numbers, but like it's like what he's trying to do is like it it can conflict sometimes. But, like he can make better decisions and being doing what he used to do. Like instead of doing what he's now used to, like now what he's doing, like doing the, like you said, the step backs. But he usually used to just like take it straight to the rim, like, like just put touch nah, on the rim and shit. I'm not surprised. He was doing the same shit last year, but he was hitting though. It's just back to reality because we knew that nigga just had an outlier of a season. He wasn't gonna be handing the step back shots that he was handing like that. And like I said, he just wild. <laughs> he just do nut shit. Good, wild. But yeah, fucking uh, next. He just makes crucially bad plays. Then RJ Barrett hasn't played in a couple yeah, games because yeah. of that ankle sprain. Niggas is playing him hella nice that shit. Campbell Walker still starts on the team. Yeah, he's in good niggas. Uh, always up and down. <laughs> like you said, he still starts on the team. <laughs> Obi Toppin's getting inconsistent in this too. Right. Oh, he played uh, 10 oh, minutes tonight. Am I missing something? Like, I want that nigga to fucking play. I think he could be good. Yeah. I'm not going to lie, bro. You better just start hoping on pink. You better just go and take a thon and just keep sending them damn lotteries, nigga. And hope them ping, ball, ping pong balls for your way. Because if I'm a Knicks fan right now. Might as well fuck it. Like, fuck with you. Go on you YouTube. Y'all better search up Jaden Ivy highlights. That's who, that's who y'all should be praying for. Oh my god! They're not even an MSG in the Madison. Come on. Well, we, we all know that's not gonna happen because it's the Knicks. They're gonna end up with another, again like a knife. I'm gonna get Patrick <laughs> Baldwin like you uh, had in the mock draft. Man. Imagine I get Patrick Baldwin. Shit. Why is he out on the mock draft now? Uh, I ain't checking. We were talking about eleven. I see him outside of the lottery, like yeah. in recent ones. I think, we, I think we tied. I took him eleven. That's it. Yeah. If y'all take him out eleven, I might as well just trade the pick. Because <laughs> the problem is, I don't see how he's gonna get minutes, especially if Thibodeau is there. <laughs> And you still got a log jam at the wing position. Like, you could barely get Cam Reddish minutes. So, where you going to fit Patrick Ball in there? You could barely get Obi Toppin minutes. So, where you going to fit that shit in? And I don't think Julius Reddish will get traded with it this next next yeah. year. But I might be wilding. You know, I've seen, I I seen wilder shit happen in the league. So, I can never say never in NBA. I'm going to hope you do. But, yeah, if you a Knicks fan, guy. Just hope, just hope Thibodeau, like, y'all just got a tank. Play the young guy. <laughs> yeah, Play the young guy. Because this Kemba Walker shit, Alec Burks, Julius Randle, that shit not it. Y'all ain't going anywhere with that. Oh. So y'all just going to play ourselves to trying to be a 10th seed or 9th seed and still not make the playoffs? Yeah, really, yeah. That's a good point, honestly. Like, what's the point? 
Y'all better be hey, cheap for chat, motherfucker. <laughs> What'd y'all say before? Poop for Paulo, yeah. nigga? <laughs> y'all better be Djibouti for Jabari, nigga. <laughs> yeah, I was like, what the fuck was it gonna be for Jabari? Your booty your <laughs> yeah, what other NBA show? Other trades, other trades that took place. How do you feel about the Porzingis trade? Um, I mean, it was, it was bound to happen. I feel like you think so. I was surprised you got traded on deadline. Well, I mean, I was surprised that you got traded on the deadline, but I feel like the split was bound to happen. At some point in time in the future. For Spencer Dinwiddie and yeah. Davis Bertans, yeah, nigga? Yeah, that's that's bad. That's I'm keeping bad. Porzingis at that point. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Both of those niggas been cheeks this season. Look at that Yeah, I, I would say, like, what does that, like, push them up to? Like, what, what does that give them? I mean, you never, I mean, nah, he's not. Nigga, and then moving. Like, yeah, we broke it down, though, last week. Like, yeah. We broke it down, like, Spencer Dinwiddie. He never was, like, that efficient nigga. Like, he could, like, shoot first it, round exit. He never really played. Yeah, you're not really giving. You're not getting what you need. Really. Nigga better be staying invested in that crypto shit because that nigga's been ass. <laughs> oh my god. That yeah, that was another dumb trade. Uh, the trade I like the most, and he's been playing like really well recently since he got traded is Derek White to the Celtics. Mm. Fully a fit right now. Yeah. And Marcus Smart's out now too. What happened? I said I think Marcus Smart just injured, didn't he? Yeah, he sprained his ankle last game. That was the sixth game and they blew him out by like 50. Yeah, that was bad. That yeah. was really bad. Speaking of sprain. Oh yeah. Speaking of sprain, right, Joe. AD got an ankle sprain. I forgot. Like I even forgot that. Be real <laughs> Come oh, on, yeah, yeah, we can talk about that. Yeah, we can we can definitely talk Nigga, like, <laughs> <laughs> right when I got out of the car to get in here, I looked at my phone. Chris Haynes uh tweet that AD got an ankle sprain. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yo, like, come on, you serious, bro? We can like, I, 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 the game. That, that's when I turn on the game. <laughs> I'm like, on the floor, like, what the fuck already? These past two years, we just can't get anything going because of injury. And, like, I can't even be mad at AD because, like, the injury is just be some freak injuries. Like, Jaden uh, McDaniels running into that nigga knee and that nigga getting, like, a hyperextension. Or, like, the rebound that he tried again with Gobert. Just not, like, mm-hmm. it's always just some freak shit that has happened to him. Like, I, like, oh, my God. So, what do you think his future is in L.A.? I don't know. I Well, he's... I seen like some nigga. I think it was Stephen A. Like some shit on ESPN saying that they should trade AD. But like, if we do that, like, what the fuck? Yeah, are we gonna get? What are you gonna get? Yeah. What are we gonna get from AD? Yeah, gonna That's get? gonna yeah. help us when. Yeah, what is the direction? Yeah, I'm what about to say, where, what it will be your direction? I don't know. Like, I'll say we'll have to revisit it. Say like where LeBron is about to leave or retire. But like trading that nigga right now, especially without this nigga, just been injury prone the past couple of years. And what you're gonna get is gonna help LeBron try to win the championship. Cause that nigga's still trying to win. Yeah, that nigga need to hit up. He need to hit up uh, Curry for whatever fuck he did to keep them ankles intact. Cause that nigga stay rolling his fucking ankles. Bro. 
At least they haven't any injuries. Niggas durability really at 25. Really and I, yo, you know, you know, it's funny. I was there. I was watching the, the video you posted on 2K uh, the other day, and it was like AD was injured. They go day to day. Oh, like that's really. Is Mike Bibby on y'all coaching stuff? Huh? Is Mike Bibby on y'all coaching stuff? Nah. Who is that nigga with the waves? Oh my god, bro! Of course. You probably thinking of uh, how about say Rico Hines? Phil nah, Handy? Yeah, that yeah. Oh, that's what that is? I just seen him right Is now. it light skin? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. He, like, he has a tickle. Like, he like a tickle. Yeah, every time I think of that nigga, I always think of Rico Hines for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> I hate that nigga. I didn't even be stopping the runs just to say some inspiration. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the nigga's hoop, gang. Golly. Fucking man in high school. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, Inky Johnson, nigga. Uh, uh, what other trades happened? Oh, the, the Tyrese. We, oh, we spoke about that. Actually. Yeah, we you spoke know, about we, the Tyrese. We, we talked about the Pelicans trade. Did the Trailblazers do anything stupid? Um, again? Nah, I think that was the CJ trade. Yeah, I don't yeah, think they made another move. Yeah, no, nah, they, they didn't. Why am I blinking now? There's definitely another trade that we didn't talk about. Hold on. Shit. Wow, why are we trying to think of that? Shout out to DeMar DeRozan for hooping recently. Yeah, he don't know. Nigga's been on the tear. And the, of course, oh, I haven't been betting on this nigga because this nigga, and now he's on the tear. So it's great. Oh, one of the one of them was uh, Dana Dice back to the Celtics and Dennis Schroeder to the Rockets with Ennis Freedom, <laughs> your, your buddy, and Bruno Fernando. Nigga, I know you're not saying your buddy when that nigga went to Kentucky. Nigga, fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah, I ain't gonna lie. If he would have went, maybe we would have been at the chance. I ain't gonna lie. What year was that? Wait, well, yeah. that was Brandon Nice. That nigga. Yeah. Wait, how far y'all make it that year? Cool, I think the late eight. Don't tell me Archie Goins. Y'all starting two guard, nigga. Nah, nah. No, I think he was with your nerve though. That was no, I didn't want to be wrong. Uh, that. That uh, was bad. That was bad. <laughs> I'm about to say, fuck no, nigga. <laughs> oh no, nigga like a poor man's Deion Waiters. You a poor man, Deion Waiters. You ass. <laughs> and also, uh, shout out to Marvin Bagley. Nigga put it on the nigga head today. He he got traded to the Pistons. Oh, he put on Jackson Williams. Yeah, you <laughs> called him. <laughs> Go to yeah, no, yeah, yeah. yeah, you know that made, made me uh, think of. No, they don't shut your name down. <laughs> yeah, that should have made me think of quarantine. Uh... No, no, no. <laughs> I swear, I was watching that like OD just alive, like on oh, right when we was oh, playing Warzone and this shit. When it, the cash was like, nigger boy. <laughs> And he dancing, yo, nah. Nigga, do He would Like he would not. I'm looking at the camera. That's what you were pointing. He was just cheesing all. But he was really dancing hard as hell, cheesing. That's what. Fuck, nigga. Bro, I'm crying, nah. Nah. That's hilarious. Oh my god. That shit is comedy. Oh, fuck the game.
Ah, uh, watch her also to the uh, Hornets. Oh yeah, I think overall that would be a good pickup. I like that one. Yeah, oh, so yeah. Were you disappointed about any moves that didn't like didn't happen or no teams like any teams not making a move? Like, how you feel about the Bulls not making a move? Um, I know like, I just picked up Tristan Thompson. Yeah, I like yeah, that we didn't make a move. I like that we didn't make a move. I like that we didn't trade anybody. Um, uh, a lot of people were talking about the Jeremy Grant uh, trade, but I think that fell through like uh, way before the trade deadline. But I'm glad that didn't go through. Um, overall, I'm happy with how we how we looking going forward. Tristan Thompson, I mean, I guess it's not like he don't do much to impact us or like it's like a big pickup or anything. It's really not. So it is what it is with Tristan Thompson. He'll come in and give us like a couple offensive rebounds. Maybe he'll uh, get us a couple putbacks. Give you a couple holes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's definitely going to give us some holes. That's a fact. Oh, Chicago ladies better watch out, nigga. <laughs> It's over out there, bro. I saw it was like some Twitter picture. It was like right when you got traded to the Pacers. It was like uh, it was like ladies watch out, <laughs> like Indiana ladies watch out. It was like a picture of this thing. Oh yeah, nah. damn, bro, it must be hard for that nigga to get bitches now. <laughs> Actually, probably not. Oh, it says uh, to all women in Indiana, be careful, avoid this man at all costs. Look at this shit. That nigga cheated so hard. <laughs> hey yo, no for cheating on Courtney. Hey yo, nah, that's crazy. Damn, bro, nigga can't have no bitches anymore. Nigga said, "If found, please contact LeBron James." <laughs> <laughs> hey yo, that's crazy. Yeah, nah, that Tyrese Halliburton trade is still still wild to me. Stupid, stupid, stupid. stupid. And we were talking, we was breaking down like um, that future and shit. Cause don't they got they have a they're gonna have a pick right? Who? Indiana. We mean someone do just like then we get then they have like a lot of picks. Like then we have somebody get them in a lot of reckless when we did. Oh, was it AJ Griffin? Was it? Yeah, 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 yeah. And they had like another first one, I think, if I'm not mistaken. So obviously we were talking about like how they yeah, because they just the I think they now. damn I don't remember what the team they traded with. I can't even load up take a thought right now. But let me pull that shit up real quick. Oh, it's the Blazers, right? Oh no, no, no. The Blazers got a pick. I'm wrong. I got it. Uh oh no. Drafted Benedict Mathen. Oh, okay. Imagine that scrap. Cool. Well, y'all want to go over the mock draft that we did? Yeah, I'm going to name the picks and let us know what you think. Yeah, and real, real quick, shout out to Tyreek Evans. One nigga finally reinstated. But like I said, what, nigga, what hardcore, hardcore drug that nigga was doing? Like, for him. It's like, LSD, opiates. <laughs> or, like, coke. I mean, because How you in a league and you, like, really think to do this shit? Like, Because I think this, the band, like, substances is, like, yeah, was it LSD that you said? Uh, yeah, cocaine, like heroin, like you just gotta be doing some wild shit, yeah, like some yeah. shit that you really shouldn't be doing. Like, yeah, you know, I think it is because when when he played good, he played good on um Memphis, right? And then he got that move to Indiana, and he was like, he wasn't playing good at all. So maybe like this nigga was like desperate, like maybe like to try like you know, some type of like uh, performance enhancement shit. Like that was my view. Like maybe he like took something like that or something, but I don't know. 
Yeah, but what PEDs would make that nigga better on the court? I mean, like, yeah. of course you're going like you would jump higher, like run faster, like have better stamina, but nigga, you still ass it. To the hey, you gotta do better <laughs> if you're doing that shit, bro. This ain't baseball. Yeah, facts. Get in the gym, dickhead. <laughs> no cat. Work on that broke ass jumping, motherfucker. <laughs> Dude. Nah, Tyreek Evans is tough. <laughs> I'm just talking shit. <laughs> nah, it just makes me wonder though. Like, what the hell were you doing? Not being in the gym, <laughs> nigga. That was cheating the grind. Yeah, PEDs. But all right, we could go into the the mock draft from last episode. Number one, who had number one pick? Was it me or you? I think oh, it was me. Yeah. Yeah, Kimball drafted Paulo to the Pistons. Yeah, even though, like I'm saying, like I was always the I'm Jabari number one, but like I just can't pass up on Kade and Paulo. Like that's what I gotta have. I agree with that. Yeah, number two is uh, I drafted Chet Holmgren to the Rockets. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, now nah, I really hope that shit happens in real life. I just feel like the him and like the parent of like Sangoon would be elite. I feel like. It'll basically be like what he what he has in college, the Drew Timmy, but mm-hmm. Sengun is better and he has better passing game. Yeah. Just, just a better overall overall player. And Chet Holmgren is gonna help Sengun be like a help side defender and protecting the rim because that's a, not a strong suit for him. Mm-hmm. And I feel like they could just be building something. Him and like uh Sengun, Josh Christopher, Jalen Green. We'll see how Kevin Porter, he's been improving as a league. I think adding Chet Holmgren to the Rockets and Low key, like over the past couple of days, I've really been thinking Chet Hunger might be the best prospect. You think so? I think he might be. I don't know. Oh, man. I can't. I go. think he might be. Like he really like, other than the size, like he really checks off all the boxes. He does everything. It, like it's not like he's like this skinny, but he's still finishing in the league at like an absurd rate, finishing in the paint. Uh, the transition and the three-point shot has been knocked down recently. And just, like, he's just so, such a smart, like, help defender and shit. And he ain't no bitch. Like, he he played like a dog, even though he's, like, 7-1 and shit. Like, he ain't no bitch. He don't back down. But we just got to see with the frame. But he might be the best. Because other than that, like, you can't really knock anything about his game other than him being scared. Yeah, he brings everything, really. Yeah, he got, like, the really brings you everything. And he's like a unicorn. <laughs> so, yeah. And the things I've seen over Apollo, like over the past couple of games, like he's been struggling, but it's, it happens because of like the freshman slump and shit. But like, I feel like Paulo sometimes doesn't play to his strongest suit. Like, I said that in the beginning of the season, I want to see like how Apollo's shot selection is going to be if he's going to settle too much and shit. And like, there's times where he really just settles for like pull up jump shots where he could really get to the basket. And just be, like, even more efficient and dominant. Like, if he plays to his strengths way more and get to the basket rather than settling for that uh, one dribble pull up in the mid-range and just bailing defenses out, then I, f- that's, I feel like that's just going to be a problem going forward. And mm-hmm. that's just, like, the Julius Randle type of effect a little. I'm not saying he has as wild as Julius Randle, but, like, that's a concern. And he also has to improve on his three-point shooting. Like, Chad Holmgren is a better shooter than Paulo at this rate. Probably three-point, but, like, off the dribble, it'll probably be Paulo. Yeah. You think, uh, is that because of less volume or? Nah, they probably take the same amount of times. Paulo only takes like three threes a game. Oh, yeah. So, 
And that shit, he be having some wild misses where it's like really flat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Chris one though, funny. But well, I didn't get ejected, right? All right. <laughs> <laughs> my bad, my bad. They can say my bad. Fuck you apologizing for, nigga. Yo, nah. <laughs> nigga <I'm> dying. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's funny as hell. All right, third pick. Uh, you drafted Jade and Ivy to the Pelicans. They ended up uh getting in like the top four. But if the Pelicans end up not making a plan or make their playoffs, and they get up to third and Jane and Ivy, bro. That's a steal. Mm-hmm. That's beautiful. You could have him, Jaden Ivy, CJ, Brandon Ingram, Zion, and Valentunez. Now you still got Jackson Hayes, Herb Jones, Devontae Graham. Uh, Jose Alvarado looked like he could be a decent role player off the bench. Trey Murphy's still young. So if you could have that, niggas, niggas could be ready to go as long as get healthy. Because mm-hmm. Brandon Ingram been showing that he's him recently. And they just added CJ. And that nigga, like, he's been hooping over the past couple of games with the Pelicans. It hasn't produced. I think they've been, like, one and two since they got him. But, like, I think he had, like, 36, a co- like, a couple of nights ago. Like, just adding him to the roster is just someone that you can rely on to get to a bucket. Because other B.I., you niggas was dead. <laughs> like, they had no chance of B.I. wasn't really getting, getting going like that. But the fourth pick, we had Jabari Smith to the Spurs. I like that. And I think Adam, I didn't yeah, really think I didn't go to the Spurs. I didn't like I feel like either Paula or Jabari be perfect fits for the Spurs. But I think I probably like the Paulo to the Spurs better because like the scoring that you could have and just like him and uh DeJounte Murray. But just adding Jabari Smith on the Spurs, you got like the you got a lot of two-way players with uh, Devin Vassell, DeJounte Murray playing at an all-star level. You still got Keldon Johnson. Uh, and adding Jabari Smith at the four, I feel like that could be that could be really tough. Facts. That could be really tough. And you still got Josh Primo. So that's a, like a really developing like young core right there. So at five, we had Johnny Davis going to the Magic. Hmm. You think it's too high? Not that it's too high. It's just that where the fuck are you guys going to pull all these guards? I'm talking about the magic. Shit. You can put the two. RJ Hampton hasn't shown me anything. <laughs> like like I said last, this is basically the same thing that applies last year. None of the guards that showed me anything to mm-hmm. the point that we can't get another nigga to replace you. Facts. Like, R.J. Hampton ain't really nothing. Like, I'll definitely take Johnny Davis at this point than R.J. Hampton. And he could probably be that. He could be the two. Because I think Cole Anthony... Cole Anthony, I see him coming off the bench. I think Jalen Suggs is probably the point guard of the future. So, if you have if you have him and Johnny Davis at 6'5", and Cole Anthony is your backup point guard, Markel Fultz, that nigga still hasn't come back yet. So, it really... That oh, my God. Really, Where the fuck is Markel Fultz at? Still recovering from injury. Same thing with Jonathan Isaac. Sheesh. So, I feel like getting Johnny Davis at the two, some nigga that could, that could get to a bucket because yeah. that's something that they like and they one of the worst offenses in the league. So, if you have him, uh, Jalen Suggs has been playing better recently. So, I didn't know probably be, I think. Yeah, I, think I like that pick. That'd be a nice corner. Yeah, that's a nice corner. Yeah. 
Number six, we got AJ Griffin to the Thunder. Indiana. Ooh, I like oh, that. Was it, it was Thunder? Yeah. I like that. I like that. I like uh, AJ Green. Yeah, AJ Green. AJ Griffin. Ooh. So now we got the backcourts. You got that's the backcourts at about uh, Shea and Josh Giddy. And that's not really a good defensive backcourt. So adding another defender to help out Luke Dort is going to help them. So he could end up probably taking Luke Dort's spot to three. I like And that. he could go back to like his actual role because Luke Dort, uh, like he's probably tasked to do like a little bit too much, especially on offense. Mm-hmm. And AJ Griffin has a higher ceiling too. So adding that to a young core, yeah. I, I like that. But uh, the Pacers, Benedict Mathern. Hmm. That's beautiful. I feel like this pick is I. Right. If I'm the Pacers, I want to get in that top five. Top five. I love it. Yeah. Because if you could add either Paulo, Chet, Jaden, I was thinking Jaden Ivy. Yeah, oh definitely for sure. Jaden Ivy should be the number one guy that they yeah. really want. But if they could land any of those top four guys, like that's already starting to build off something. Especially adding Tyrese Halliburton, that nigga's already been killing. You still got Chris Dorte and Isaiah Jackson. I think we talked about that last episode. So, yeah. I think Benedict Bathroom would be. A, he's not a bad pick for them though. I like that. I like better than Matthew. Yeah. Uh, at eight, Kimball's guy to the Kings. <laughs> I think it was me that got him there. You know, ironically enough, uh, he actually might play all the way up to the sixth spot. <laughs> yeah, nah, that shit is really funny. I think that's to make it even funnier. Yeah, nah, thanks. We was laughing. We was clouding this nigga, but ironically enough, he really might play up to the sixth spot. So my fault, Kim. Well, I apologize. For- <laughs> I got the fourth <laughs> You was regretting that pick after you made it, nigga. <laughs> no, that shit's hilarious. Damn, what the fuck? At nine, we... All right, the Trailblazers had back-to-back at nine and ten. <laughs> and then we had them picking Jaden Hardy and Jalen Durant. I like that, actually. Yeah. Only thing is... Hey, Simon and Jaden. Yeah, that's what I like. But... I'm trying to think. Who else is still there that they... That's on the table? Yeah. The drive? Uh, all right. So, you got niggas. I feel like the draft is really opened up crazy after, like, the first like, – Yeah, after the first five goes. Not even yeah, the first five. because you got niggas three. like Ty Ty, Patrick Baldwin, Kendall Brown, Mark Williams, Dyson Daniels, Gene Montero. Oh, yeah. Like, so, no, yeah, you made the right pick. I feel like we just took – like, me and Kendall basically just took the highest upside swings. Yeah. Even though like, like the potential, like, like, but they both of them is basically having underwhelming seasons, uh-huh. but they both have probably the highest potentials on the on the board. I agree with that. I definitely agree with that. And uh, Jalen Durant been playing better as far as uh, Memphis going on their little streak. Yeah, he's been solid. I feel like he's not showing me anything like that. I haven't seen. That's crazy. At number eleven, the Knicks got Patrick Baldwin. Mm. Uh, like I said, I ain't like that pick. I don't like that. I don't like that pick either. <laughs> yeah, honestly, you should have just took Tata Washington if you was gonna do that, bro. 
Yeah, I don't even know if you want to take Tata. I, yeah, I, 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 mean, I, mean, I, I like dudes. I mean, who you would have took? I don't know because around this part it starts to get narrow, man. Uh, yeah, I asked Kimball on the uh, last episode. I'm like, keep it a buck with me. This draft ass. <laughs> uh, I don't know if it's ass. It's just that like it's real. It's shaky. Yeah, there's a lot of players that can go either way. I f- after like the first couple of picks, it's like really like wide open, but uh-huh. not like in a good way. <laughs> yeah, no, that's what I mean. A lot, a lot of it is like sink or swim. It's like we don't even know if these players are like not league ready, but it's just that if there were there's a lot of, of question marks, yeah. and, not and if like there was like say if like last or this year's class, this year's seniors were in this year's draft, a lot of these players would not even be this high up. Is what I mean. So, like, the skill level has definitely dropped a little bit from last class to this class. Gosh, and I'm in a little. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll throw out, like, if Trey Man was in this class, he'll be a top 10 pick. Yeah. Damn, yeah, you're right. Damn. That nigga went, like, in, in the mid, like, in the 20s. Uh-huh. And he was low-key a late blue. You asked me, like, which one's better, 2020? Yeah, 2020 or, or this year's class. Uh, 2020, but I, I feel like that's only because I, I think no, I like know. not based off uh, what you know now on these players, like when we was uh doing like our mock drafts and shit and talking about them. Damn, that class is a little bit of the same, too. Like, it's a, a very top heavy, uh, especially the first couple of picks because yeah. a lot of niggas was kind of shaky on uh, obviously LaMelo, yeah. James Wise only played three games, and Anthony Edwards. Wow. Niggas was thinking that he probably was about to be like some inefficient nigga mm-hmm. or something like that. So, a lot of people shaking yeah. on that. So, then, then yeah, after, after that, the first three picks, yeah, it was nigga, Patrick. We was like, Patrick Williams, like before, like uh-huh. it was out of the question that nigga being like a top four yeah. pick. That's Danny Adia. Nigga, look at Kelly and Hayes. That nigga looked like he's about to be on a one-way trip back to France in a couple years. Yeah. Nah. Actually, look, he's thinking about it. Yeah, back he really is going back. I think I might go to... Nah, let me chill, bro. It's funny as fuck because he really is going back home. To Paris, like... <laughs> Yo, that's crazy. Yeah, just thinking about it. I don't really. I don't know what class. I think I'm going to this. Actually, no. I'm. A, I'm gonna have to go with this year's class because this year's class actually has a solidified big three, like a solidified big or top three and that's played, that's played games. These are these three are actually interchangeable too. In a lot of drafts, James Wiseman was like the. I'm not gonna lie, God. It's not only a top three, bro. It's top four. You got to include Jaden Ivey in it. Yeah. Because yeah. I think I wouldn't be surprised if Jaden Ivey ends up going to one pick in some situations. Yeah, it depends on where the ball swing pause. I feel like even if, like, the Pistons get that one pick, I wouldn't be mad if they drafted Jaden Ivey to pair in the backcourt with uh, Cade Cunningham. I wouldn't be mad. If the Pacers get that one pick, I feel like I'll go with Jaden Ivey. Like, I feel like he really has the potential to be the best player in the class. And we, I don't think we've seen the best of him yet. Yeah. Especially, in, like like I said, I think last episode, if you could have the actual NBA oh, yeah. station and not yeah. having Travion Williams and Zach Eady in the paint the whole game, mm-hmm. a full 48 minutes, like, if you could have him around, like, real NBA space and more shooters and shit, like, oh, my God. 
That nigga. Nah, for real. <laughs> I think Jaden Ivey could really be special and the best player in the class. Uh, I kind of agree with that. Only thing that actually, no, nah, he doesn't really have much. Actually, I would say his half court offense. I haven't really been keeping up with him like uh, overall this season. I, I checking in on his stats here and there, but I haven't looked at games as much. But has his half court offense improved from like the beginning of the season? Yeah, like the shooting off the dribble has gotten better. I feel like the thing about Purdue is really just a team. Like they just don't defend it well enough sometimes. Mm-hmm. But I think as an individual, I think he's gonna be even better in the league, especially like with the spacing, because he could just, him getting downhill is fucking deadly, nigga. Yeah, nah, his first step is on D. You can't beat nah, it. That shit is deadly. Put that even if you do beat it, it's just, a, it's just a blocking foul. Bro, I'm telling you, put him on the Pacers or the or the Pistons, like with another like really good backcourt guard, nigga. Mm-hmm. Dog. Yeah. Dog. I like it. That nigga's special. Uh, all right, where we leave off at? All right, we can move on to the next pick. Was like twelve? No, number twelve. Oh, actually, I ain't get my. Ass. I'll probably. Yeah, I think this is. Dang, I don't know. I gotta look at. Uh, who is it? Like the mid. I gotta look at it later on in the draft after the first couple of picks. Because those niggas like Sadiq Bay. Who else? Jalen oh. Smith. Oh, Desmond Bain? Was he in that club? Who? You said Desmond Bain? Was Desmond Bain like that? Oh, uh, yeah, 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 he was. That was like late 20s. Uh, yeah. Cole That's Anthony, cool. Cool. Tyrese Maxey. <sighs> Damn. Tyrese I feel like even mind. then, like, because Cole Anthony was a question mark coming out, especially how bad that nigga was at. Fucking, what's that team? UNC. Oh, yeah, UNC. Trash. Yeah, I'm going this class, bro. Yeah, I'm looking at this. Yeah, I'm going this class. I don't even. Yeah, I'm going to 2021. All right. All right. Yeah, I'll probably go 2021. Yeah, just because at the top. Yeah. That's enough. Because I was like, I don't even know how good LaMelo is going to be. Like, facts. Yeah, I, uh, I believe it. Huh? What did you I say? I was believing it. Uh, no, I was believing it. All right, next pick, Tata Washington to the Wizards. I think that's a good pick, especially mm-hmm. since they moved on Spencer Dinwiddie. Yeah. Uh, 13. Yeah, 13, the Hawks got Kendall Brown. Hmm. I mean, that's not bad. Yeah. How has he been playing this season? Uh, well, he hasn't been playing as well as, like, where he's beginning. projected. Yeah. Where he's projected to be, like, a top 10. Yeah. But I feel like around this range, man, pretty, it's going to be pretty good for him. Mm-hmm. Especially him playing off, like, a guy like a Trey Young. Him just running the floor and just playing defense. Adding more defense to the Hawks at the wing position. So, I feel like that would be a good pick. How's the shooting coming along, you know? Uh, ain't coming along. He just don't shoot him. Uh, 14. This is a perfect pick. Mark Williams to the Hornets. Mm, that is a perfect pick. Yeah. And, nigga, I'm starting to believe, bro. Mark Williams might be better than Jalen Duran. Mm. 
like I said, like Jalen Durant hasn't like he, he hasn't really shown me anything crazy. And I know he's young, but I don't know. I'm not ready to say that yet. I, I'm I'm close. I'm not fully there because Jalen Durant obviously has probably a higher potential. Yeah. But how likely is it for him to reach his potential? Hmm, depending on what situation he goes into, probably, I, I would say is I'd say like a seventy percent chance he reaches. His Cause there's, cause I feel like he just relies like too much on like athleticism and sh- and like his That's strength. And as we see, like, kind of his, his college season, like it hasn't been like he hasn't been as dominant as he was like in the fucking in high school and shit. Like right. some of the shit is just not working. And you already know what you're getting out of Mark Williams in the NBA. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, because what, what yeah. could Jalen Durant do that Mark Williams did? Or well, what does Jalen Durant do better right now than Mark Williams? Right now, I would say, but what does Mark Williams do better than play Jaylen defense? Durant? All right, I would say defense here, yeah, but rebound, offense. better IQ, offense. What is what is Jalen Durant doing? Because I remember him turning the ball over a lot too when yeah. you gave it to him in the post, and he's not someone that you give it to the post yeah. to get buckets like that. He's basically just been a lob threat, but Mark Williams has been more efficient as a lob threat and probably been the best lob threat in the country. Ah, uh, we are and a higher motive too. You can't really say that, bro. You don't have nobody to get you the ball. It's kind of hard. That's also another thing, though. That's what I'm saying. Like I, I'm kind of there, but like I, I still believe in Jalen Durant at the end of the day. But yeah, I just I, had no questions. Like Mark Williams, like he might be that better option than Jalen Durant. I would say it, it sound like your argument definitely is valid, but the team won. I would say that's one thing that's like probably prohibited him from doing anything because if you don't got nobody who can outlay you the ball into the post, then what's the like, it's, it's he get tough. the ball in the post, but he don't do anything. That is true too. He and he really turned the ball over. A lot he doesn't too. really have a bag. He doesn't really have a bag. That is very true. But Mark Williams doesn't really have much of a bag either. He, just got he the, don't. But I'm saying you know what you getting out of Mark Williams. But yeah, yeah. And again, like I said, I feel like the the wound like, is just uh, another necessity part, like aggressiveness type shit, consistently. Yeah, and the motor too. That's like we thing, we yeah. compared him to what's it called? Probably like a Dwight Howard or Ben. Them shits is out the window now. Yeah, hell yeah. He don't got the motor like either of them. So what is he like? Nigga could be Derek Favors for all we fucking know. No man. Ooh, yeah, yeah, I can see something like that. Because it was kind of similar, like similar things. Derek Favors, the way they were talking about him. That nigga Derek Favors is the fucking man in high school. 6'9", 6'10", brawler nigga. Nigga was a man amongst boys. That's what it really was Nick in was high young. school. Imagine yeah, going from 6'10", 255, yeah. nigga. Like, how are you going to do that? What what center is really, like, in the country, like, in high school, nigga? Facts. How no, you match up fact. with that? If you 6'9", 6'10", in high school, and you have at least average basketball abilities. Yeah. And there's always been them concerns with Jalen Durant on the motor, too. So I'm still going to get on the benefit of the doubt because, like I said, he's still young and the situation that he's kind of, that he's been in is just not conducive because niggas had a Monty Bates playing point guard at the beginning of the season. Crazy. But, <laughs> Damn, bro. Actually, let me let me not hate on him because he might come back and have a redemption season or something. But He could. I'm rooting for him. I think he could. I'm not saying he's about to be eyes, but it's just something to think about. 
You know what they say about potential. It means you ain't do it and you haven't done shit yet. But moving on, we could just run through a couple of these picks. Uh, we had Tari Easton to the Thunder for another pick. Dyson Daniels to the T-Wolves. Kennedy Chandler to the Rockets. Mm. To the Rockets. How you feel? Isn't that like, I feel like Kennedy Chandler is like Sharif Cooper Jr. I feel like that's guard, like uh, drafting the same nigga, but just maybe a little bit more. Actually, no, because by the time. They ain't drafting though. Who? Uh, Sharif Cooper? Yeah. Well, I'm bringing in the same type of nigga. And by the time Kennedy Chandler gets to the league, I feel like Sharif Cooper going to be more advanced than him. He already is more advanced than him. Sharif Cooper on the Hawks. Oh, you're right. I'm tweaking. <laughs> oh, but they just signed, uh, what's it called, too? Uh, what's his name? Deshaun Nix. <laughs> nah, but they signed a nigga for four years. Deshaun Nix ain't shit. <sighs> I don't know. Nah, he definitely. I don't know. I feel like. I feel like. What'd you say, Kibu? Yeah, I feel like because I think I made this pick. Yeah, and I feel like as a like I chose it based on like comparing to the point guards that was left in the draft. Like Reggie mentioned, he brought up uh, G Montero, but like I don't know. I feel like the point guard that the Rockets needed was like a guy who could like like playmake. I feel like I guess Kenny Chandler would be like the best playmaker there. That's left like at that level. Yeah, nah, that's true. That is true. I think they definitely, yeah, I think they definitely improved upon like what they have right now. That's point guard. And where'd you, where'd y'all take G Monzero at? That's a good question because uh, he ended up being nineteen to the Spurs. Nineteen oh, to the Spurs. Yeah. You think they can get uh, more bang for their buck uh, at that put at that pick? What you mean? Uh, as far because like G Montero, I feel like is that's a question mark. Yeah, he nice. Yeah, we saw him in other uh leagues and all that other stuff, but now do we know it? Like, who the better option? We talked about the top name names before, like, you could take a swing on them. You got back to back picks, yeah. But the Spurs, they've been getting project players. You want somebody who will come in and like at least do something off the rip. I feel like if you guard, if you draft somebody like fucking G Montero, he's automatically a project player. And you already got Josh Primo. You already got fucking uh who else they got on the fucking G League roster? A whole bunch of young niggas. You go Abaji. Yeah, see, like that sounds better. Somebody who can come in and like at least offer you instant scoring. And some defense, something. Come on, you made this play. It's your defense. Oh, do you want to? I mean. I feel like I just wanted to um, – I don't see this. I feel like I definitely didn't want to leave him on the board longer. And I feel like – I don't. I still think it's a good pick. Like, for the point guards, I think you can still make that case because they're a backup point guard. It was like, who? Uh, what's his face? Oh, yeah, Trey Jones. Yeah, he's hot. Trey Jones, yeah. And I feel like – I feel like you can still – you can still make upgrade on that, I feel like. But you never know. I feel like taking a pawn in Jim Ontario would be a bad idea. Yeah, I'm not too, I'm not too mad about this pick because you got back-to-back picks, so you might as well take a swing on the niggas you really want. And you know, uh yeah, really good with like, development international players. So yeah, but a pick for, before that, this is one of my favorite picks is Marjan Bullchamp to the Nuggets. Mm. That's a nice one. That's a nice one. He'll come in to be effective immediately. Yeah. 
And other picks we had, Abaji to the Mavericks. That was a good one. Walker Kessler to the Nets. Yeah, yeah like that. EJ Liddell to the Bucks. We drafted Wendell Moore to the Bulls. I can see it. I'm not mad at it. Uh, to the Pacers was Nikola Jovic. Grizzlies, Trevor Kills. I like yeah, that. I made that pick. I like that I like that one. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. I feel like he just it would just fit them. He go over there, yeah. He get that that uh, Memphis grit. Yeah, this another this. Yeah, uh, like right here. Yeah, but this is probably one of your best picks, Caleb Houston to the Heat. I do like that one. Oh yeah. Oh, Speaking yeah, of Caleb Houston, I was talking oh, yeah. about him a couple weeks ago. He's he's up this place since I started talking crazy. Yeah, I feel like he's gonna be better in the league. I think. I feel like true, but his jump. Yeah, I was saying that when I was. That's yeah. one of the main things we was talking about before he came in. Nah, that shit broke. I still believe in his jumper. He, it's just be inconsistent. But I think, like, <laughs> I feel like he was a good enough shooter in high school that I think it's probably going to trans- end up translating. That. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Probably not right away, but I feel like in a couple yeah. years, he's going to be, he's going to end up, I think he's going to end up being, like, a steal. And just, like, a just a really good role player. I mean, I think he could be that nigga coming right away. Like, that nigga? You said what? Mm-hmm. I, 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 I think I'm right. He could be not not like that nigga. I'm saying like he could be. Nigga, like what you mean, not that nigga? Who the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> the what? I said, what you mean, that nigga? That you said he could be that nigga, but not that nigga. <laughs> nah, he ain't that nigga. Nigga, if you say the nigga is that nigga, that means he the man. Am I right or wrong? Nah, you. I mean, I didn't say that. That context. Nah, I, I said it. Nah, I said it like he, he could be that nigga that could come in and be a role player. Like he could be that person. I'm saying like he could be that person. He could be that player. That's the context I'm saying that. <laughs> I didn't think I'm gonna be like, oh, he's gonna be like that nigga. I'm saying like he could be like that guy to be a role player right away. Nah, I do agree with that though. He he could definitely come in and be a role player. Yeah, and the other pick that we have for the Grizzlies, Harrison Ingram. Uh, the Warriors drafted JD Davidson. And the last pick was Bryce McGowan to the Thunder. Hmm. I like Bryce McGowan to the Thunder. I like uh, J.D. Davidson to the Warriors. I like that one a lot, actually. Yeah. Also, shout out to my nigga Max Christie, because me and nigga fell to the second round. Damn. I wanted to pick him up, but it was just tough. Just how to, how to draft for him. Yeah, with that being said, I'm going to say this draft is definitely better than, uh, what, 2020? Yeah. yeah, let me look at this. Yeah, <sighs> yeah I need to see some impact players in 2020 because nah, I'm gonna I'm a name the whole draft. Nah, I'm not gonna lie. I was, <laughs> this, this draft for me. There's good players, obviously, uh-huh. but this shit is underwhelming. I'm about to name. Hey, it's like a couple of niggas that even played in the league yet. Ain't done shit. <laughs> uh, so we already know. <laughs> So this is the top five. Well, we already know the top three. We got Patrick Williams at four, Isaac Okoro, Yucca Kongu, Killian Hayes, Obi Toppin. Damn, Danny, I forgot Big O went that high. Oh my God. Uh, Jalen Smith, Devin Vassell, Tyrese Halliburton. All right, this is where this shit really, really falls off. Kyrie Lewis, because he was the surprise pick at that at that point. Yeah. Aaron Nesmith only played like 14 games, but he shot the pill off the ball, but we didn't have like enough. Uh, <laughs> 
and that nigga's been underwhelming now. Cole Anthony had a terrible season, but it was really just the teammates around him. It was just so ass. Mm-hmm. Little niggas with this game plan against him, but he doesn't have. Uh, he had an underwhelming season. Isaiah Stewart. People thought he got drafted higher. Pokaseski, I ain't know who the fuck that nigga was. And I still don't think that nigga about to be shit with all due respect. Josh Green, that nigga's been disappointed already so far. Mm. Oh, and my God. Josh Green. Oh my, What has that nigga done? Not shit. Sadiq Bay, Pressure to Tua, a nigga that can't make layups. Uh, Tyrese Maxey, Zeke Nadri, Leandro Balmero, RJ Hampton, Emmanuel Quickly, a nigga. I ain't think Emmanuel Quickly is about to do what he's doing yeah. now. Peyton Pritchard, Udoka, Jalen McDaniels, Malachi Flynn, and Desmond Bain was the last pick in the first Jeez. round. I don't think I took that nigga. That's the Aaron Stupid niggas. They drafted, the Celtics drafted that nigga, but they traded him to the Grizzlies. Oh, that's 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 tough. Yeah, I'll definitely. I think this draft is better. Hey, look at this. The second round nigga, none of these. Well, shit. I guess. Uh, I don't know. Oh, Jordan Is there anybody no- notable in the second round? Second round. Uh, they're definitely yeah, someone. Jordan Noah, Trey Jones, Kenyon Martin. I guess Man. Reggie Perry. They ain't notable. <laughs> <laughs> well, due respect to my brothers. Uh, well, I guess. Yeah, Xavier's helmet or Jordan Norman might be the best one. Uh, let's see. Yeah, and I thought the Omelette was going to be tough. I didn't know. That's crazy. Has he even Maybe played in the league yet? Yeah. Yeah, no, but almost did he blew. He hasn't been getting as much money as this. He's still 20. Shit, you started 49 games last year. Shit, you going to see him a lot this coming, uh, in, like, the next weeks. Oh, yeah. You know what time it is. It's tank season in OKC, nigga. Hey, yo. You about to see a whole lot of him. But damn, what was I about to say, son? Yeah, 2022's draft class better. Although this draft class does have some good players. Anthony Edwards. I think James Wiseman is going to end up being good. LaMelo. I think I Patrick about, Williams is gonna be. Uh, I don't idea. know what about Patrick Williams. Yeah, I gotta see more from him. I think he's gonna be solid, man. I don't think I want to see like how good. Like, can he be like a borderline type of All Star mm-hmm. type of player? Like, how high is like his scoring ceiling? Yeah, that I don't know yet. Yeah, I think he's gonna end up being like at least like a solid role player mm-hmm. if anything. Uh, Isaac Cora is good. It's a solid role player. Oyeka Kongwu, I think he's gonna end up being good. Obi Toppin, he need more minutes. Denny, not bad. Jalen Smith. He not bad. Devin Vassell, I think he could be. I think he could break out in the next two years. Tyrese Halliburton, that nigga is certified. Uh, Cole Anthony, he been playing better than I expected, especially in the beginning of the season. Sadiq Bay, pretty pretty good. Tyrese Maxey, nigga hoops. Amanda Quickly ain't inconsistent. He all right to me. Yeah, this so far he's been bad. He's bad. Desmond him. Yeah. yeah, I remember I still got a screenshot and the draft that it was like an early mock draft. They had Isaiah Stewart second pick. I'll never delete that shit. <laughs> yeah, who? I, was like, I knew I'm gonna Isaiah come back Stewart. and I'm like, yeah, like, Isaiah Stewart. Yeah, I remember you was always saying I that. that. I was like, I don't know how they had him that high. I'm like, fuck. Nigga was an undersized like, big. Yeah. I went to Washington, yeah, he watched it. Yeah. And Jaden McDaniels is projected to go like top five to oh, yeah. 
Yeah. Who's your MVP? Hey, Malachi hmm? Who's your MVP? Uh, damn. I have to give it to Giannis. Oh. I'm going to call it Jokic. Jokic? Yeah. I think I'm going to go Giannis. Giannis? No MBs? Yeah. Ooh, MB would be a good shot too. Nah, he disqualified. Nigga lost by I got a question for you. <laughs> how, how, uh, where would y'all put like John Moran in like the discussion? Uh, probably around like five or six. Because other than those, yeah. uh, other than those three, MB, Giannis, and Jokic, DeMar DeRozan number four. Mm-hmm. And then you could definitely make a case with John Moran being number five because Curry, his plays fall off like a little bit. So I wouldn't be mad if you put John Moran at five. And KD's been hurt. Yeah, with this team. So John is the top five or six. But I got to go with Jokic as MVP, man. Niggas don't appreciate yeah, the game. And- assisted, uh... He just assisted. What's his name on that game winner? Dude, is it? Uh, Monte Morris. Monte Morris. I think Jokic is special. Yeah, 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 Jokic is special. And you like, and you can't, you can't always hit him with the bad defender, like well, like horrible defender shit. Bro, this nigga's definitely made like three game saving uh, blocks this season. I think he definitely had one like last week. I remember him having one against the Rockets. Like his defense is is up there. He just does it on the court. That nigga Jokic is unguardable. And I think if Jamal Murray and Michael Porter could get healthy, man. Denver is a sneaky team that could do something. I did see that rumor go to route, so they could come back. Yeah, they said that they was. Jamal Murray already been like working out. I don't know what Michael Porter is doing, but I feel like other than Phoenix and Golden State, I think Denver would be the third team for me to come out the West this year. Like that one sneaky team. And it's because like it's because of really one man, and that's Nikola Jokic. Like the way he just everything that he does. It's way it's him and like a bunch of like other niggas, like like they're good, like respectable guys. But that changes the entire landscape with all three of them back. Or, or well, both of them back and having that big three together, that changes the entire landscape. That makes it a completely different team. Shit, when it was all healthy together, they was in the conference finals. Yeah, man. And Jokic is a better player than he was two years ago. But we just got to see how Jamal Murray and uh, Michael Porter get back. But I fuck with I fuck with Jokic. And I feel like you can't go wrong with uh, Giannis or MB. Yeah. But especially Giannis and MB because yeah, what he got. Pick a side. Who's better between those two? I want y'all to make a case for at least one of them. Embiid or Jokic? Yeah. 
I'm gonna have to go with Embiid. I mean, uh, not Embiid. My bad. Uh, Jokic. All right, Kevin, okay. you gotta make a case for yeah, why you go Embiid. All right, so, uh, I'm gonna have to go with Jokic only because, well, not only because, but because he covers a lot. And like Kimball said before, his defense. I'm gonna attack the weaknesses first. His defense was a so-called weakness. And this season, more than ever, he's proved that he's improved on the defensive end. And on top of that, he impacts the game on the rebounds. He impacts the game scoring-wise. He's a playmaker as well. And that's one thing that Joel Embiid needs to improve on. He's a, he's a, he can be a playmaker at times, but I feel like Joe, I mean, uh, uh, Jokic, he's always in that mode. Like, if he's not getting a bucket, he's finding a bucket for somebody else. And he's always going, like, he's always going to impact the play somehow. Sometimes Joel Embiid can become stagnant. Not only stagnant, he can become more of like a, a ISO player, and when he doesn't get the ball, sometimes he's non-existent in the offense. So, I think I would have to take Jokic because he'll affect the game on all levels, and including defense too. Even though uh, MB is way better on defense, but yeah, that's my thing. Well, yeah. Well, we can start off with you just said like defensive side, MB got it there, and then like he's averaging twenty nine and eleven. And with the team he's playing on, man, uh, fuck them like numbers. A, I think it's fifth seed. <laughs> yeah, like I said, he's fifth seed. So what he's doing with what he got, and he's just like I feel like honestly, our best offense. Uh, you can say he's the best offensive big man in the league, and then he got the defense with it. What what makes him better than Jokic? And I think he just like no, no, wait, I wait, think wait, the defense sets him apart from Jokic. Wait, 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 I'm talking about offensive. You say. You could say he's the best offensive big man. What I best? know, I know, but wait, hold on. Let me argue that he says he's the best offensive big man. Let me say why he's not. I feel like Jokic, a yes, MB can score. He can give you thirty, but Jokic is always looking for the extra pass. Always looking like he's a playmaker at heart. He's like always going to look for somebody else to get a bucket before he does. So that's what makes him way better than Embiid on offense because yes, Embiid can get you a bucket. But when MB can't get you a bucket, what can he do? Can he cre- can he create? Can he make? Uh, uh, he, can, he can. He well, can he could create. He, he, could. he had the five assists. Yeah, he averaged five assists. He's he not. He not creating that. Like he not doing the shit that Jokic would do. But he could. Like, like he's not point center, but he's gonna like get people, other people involved. I think. He, I think MB is a guy who elevates his teammates as well. Like Jokic. Of course, he does it on another level, but I think what MB does, he scores, but he can elevate his teammates as well. And he brings it on the defensive side of the ball. Yeah, no, he definitely elevates his teammates, but I'm saying, like, Jokic affects it, like, well, first of all, their playmaking is completely different. Like, Jokic is, like, damn near a point. Like, he uh, fucking, uh, Reggie said earlier, he Larry, uh, seven-foot Larry Bird. So I agree with that. I think it's really a point sounder. Yeah, that's, that's crazy. But... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Overall, I would say, and on top of that, the pick and roll game too. He's affecting the game that way too, because now you got to guard him on a pick and roll, and that makes it harder to guard him too. So I, I don't know. And, he, and B also is on the pick and roll also, but he's mostly uh, posting up or isolating. Uh, y'all, y'all got anything to add to your points? Uh, let me know if y'all. Uh, right well, yeah, I think. Yeah, I, I was saying like, yeah, I think uh, you go, you go back down like that. Way like I'm not saying. Hello. What were you saying? 
Oh, now nah, you cut out. <laughs> Yo. Uh, yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah, I you about to say something? Nah, I hear you. Were you about to say something? I forgot already. <laughs> I, was, <laughs> I, I, saying, yeah. I, said, I said you backing down already? Oh, no. Nah, I was saying... Uh, I was saying he got the, uh, like I said, like him bringing like what he does on offense and still being an elite defender too. And he could play, and y- y'all bring up Jokic just playmaker. I feel like NBA is still a playmaker as well. And like with the way he has to, even though Jokic doesn't have like the same thing, but I feel like, I don't know, NBA still doing what, nigga got Danny Green. Like, come on. And he's hey, Jokic other- fucking got, nigga, he got Fukandu Kupazo. <laughs> and Austin Rivers. I mean, I, I feel like, and, I, and also on offense and the offense side of the NBA, has to, he has to do that. So I feel like when you bring up the playmaker part, like who else is who else does he have? Like, I mean, you have Tobias Harris, but I mean, who else would aside from him would you have to like do all the carry the offense alone? And like I said, again, he's bringing that defensive presence. Like he's up there, one of the top defenders. And I will give credit for doing uh, to Joel Embiid, uh, knock on wood, for staying healthy this season. Shit, another nigga well, I gotta yeah. get on. He got doing in the playoffs too. Yeah, ain't no, ain't no. What's it called? Ben Simmons to blame. Facts. That is a fact. That nigga didn't show up in a couple of games last year. Can't nobody talk about that shit. I feel like <laughs> that's definitely something nobody needs to say. She gonna play hard enough. You wouldn't have a game seven and a Ben Simmons blunder if that nigga didn't show up in a couple of games. That is a fact. All over my nigga Embiid, but. Uh, if you guys are done, I'll add my two cents on both of the topics. Yeah, go ahead. All right. So for me, I personally think that Jokic is a better player because just like he could really just give you all the scoring that Embiid does, but just like everything that he does passing, just making everybody on his teammates better. Because I want you to really go and look at that roster, bro. If Jokic is not like doing everything for the squad and like there's just so much time just watching games, like he's making a play out of like basically nothing and like pointing players in the right direction. They're just like, oh, you do this, so uh handoff, and then he, nigga just hits the wide open man. Like he just creates so much shots for the, for his teammates. And it's not like he has like a great supporting cast, too. He's basically like the engine of their team. And he could give you the same amount of points as MB doing. We've seen like nights when they both have 49 or 50, but Jokic is just like. He's unguardable. Joel B's unguardable, but Jokic is really unguardable. There's really no answer in the league for him. But I think the one thing about MB that you could really get a nod to, like, he, he might be, like, probably the better scorer than Jokic. Just, like, he could get off anywhere. There's sometimes where he MB looks like Hakeem. There's some nights, some nights where this nigga like James Harden where he hitting all these step backs and shit. So MB's bag is different, too. So I got to show love to that nigga. But I think... What really sets aside uh, Jokic and Embiid for me is just that that playmaking and shit. And I'll give the slight edge to Jokic. I know the defense is great by Embiid, but I've seen Jokic show up in, in big games too. Okay. And that nigga ain't lose by 50. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. All right, y'all want to go another one? Yeah, let's go. All right, I got two more. Lamelo, Dejounte Murray, pick a side. How you gonna go? I got, I got, ooh, ooh, I got Dejounte. Oh, good. I'm glad you picked Dejounte. Uh, all right, I'll go first. 
Um, <clears throat> I'll go weaknesses off the bat, like I did the last one. Defense off the rip. But I would say that his – I feel like the defense that was advertised pre-draft is not what we have now. I feel like, yes, his defense is still a little bit lackluster. Sometimes he could be less engaged on defense. But when he is in, uh, engaged on defense, he's a high-level defensive player. And then um, uh, efficiency, well, they would say it would be one weakness, although he actually is pretty uh, shooting pretty well. Maybe from the three he could improve, but that's because he takes all them crazy-ass long-distance-ass threes. I don't know what he is. <laughs> but um, overall, I think his offensive game is improving day by day. On top of that, he's uh, – Improving as a playmaker, too. And that's one thing that I feel like he has over DeJounte Murray. His playmaking is OD. His offense is also I, I definitely over DeJounte Murray. And that's also improving. And he's younger on top of that. So I feel like all the – We're talking about right now, though. So fuck the younger part. Huh? We're talking about right now. Who's better? Oh, yeah. Right now, I'm saying LaMelo Ball right now is better. And especially – I think – uh no no definitely not in all categories but he's what? he's I I would say I was about to say he's uh definitely one of the best uh rebounding guards but I think Dejounte Murray is probably better than him rebounding <laughs> yeah. and uh no nah, but they still both high rebounding guards damn yeah nah, that's pretty much it I think a lot of the other uh, categories is either even or he got him beaten but overall I would definitely say the the scoring and the playmaking is uh. Way ahead. I'm not not the playmaking, but the scoring is definitely way ahead. Because Dejounte Murray is definitely some uh, some steps behind the scoring. You think way ahead? All right, maybe not way ahead. Uh, if Lamelo is uh, more efficient, it would be way ahead. It's on you, Kemba. Yeah. So I think for Dejounte, honestly, you brought up while Lamelo. I think you bring up about Dejounte. Just barring efficiency from three point, Dejounte Murray is still giving you 20 points per game. He's averaging eight boards. So nigga, fuck like the numbers, just... fuck the numbers, fuck the numbers. We ain't naming off numbers, nigga. Talk about game. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to get into that, bro. I was about to say, yeah, he, when you brought up the board part, I think as a playmaker, they're not too, they're not far apart. I think Zante Murray is right there with him, honestly. Like, if it's like, if you're not even just, yeah, I think it's equal with him in the playmaking part. The three point is the shot definitely offensively with Melody. Yeah, you can have that one. But just drive as a person who puts the pressure on the rim, DeJounte Murray, he's gonna get you into the rim. He's gonna elevate he also is a guy who elevates his team as well as the Mellow Ball. But I think DeJounte Murray is just he gives you more of like a house here. He's gonna give you better two-way play. And I feel like that's definitely set apart. I think he leads the league in steals, if I'm not mistaken. So DeJounte Murray is gonna bring it all again. My argument is on both sides of the ball. Like, and I feel like when you bring it on both sides of the ball, you're not just one-dimensional. And LaMelo definitely has to improve on the defensive side of the ball. And you did bring up, like, oh, he's improved. But I feel like it's not on some stuff, like, where he's not even close to John Murray. Like, John Murray is one of, like, the best defenders in the league. All defense, nigga. Say with your chest. Like, all one of the best defenders. All, yeah, like you said, all D. Pause. Nah. <laughs> hey, yo. <laughs> <laughs> nah, you made an effort to say yeah, that because nah, niggas you, don't say all oh, deep. You ran into that one. <laughs> he wanted to say that. <laughs> hey, yo. 
Well, yeah, Dante Murray, all defense, giving you that. And he's giving you offensive game as well, even though he's not he's not going to be efficient at three-point, but he's still efficient overall. 46 shots from the field, I believe he's still efficient, taking a solid amount of shots from the field. And he's going to do it all. Like, there's, there's not nothing he can't do aside from officially shooting. Uh, and a defense sets him apart. You made a statement. You said that um, their playmaking is uh, right up to par with each other, if not uh, better. I disagree nah. with that because uh, Lamelo, when he's off the court, that offense is in fucking shambles. They don't know what to, not that they don't know what to do, but it's a completely different pace. They're not playing at the high tempo where everybody getting in touch, everybody running to the corners, everybody getting no open look type offense that they play when Lamelo out there. And I'm not saying it's free flowing like that all the time because sometimes when he's out there, it's not the prettiest. But when you get those pretty outlet passes, those touchdown passes, that's from everybody running and like from him being on the court because they know that pass. And he has is a lot coming. of hockey assists. So. Yeah, he, he does have a lot of those as well. So I feel like his play on like his playmaking is not just like in the numbers. Yeah, in the numbers, like he's affecting like how people play on the court and like the pace and how like, how fast the game is being played, stuff like that. That's a point. I feel like. Yeah, like I, I wasn't saying like he was a be- um Johnson Murray was gonna be like better. I, I said I feel like they could be like up to par in a sense, like in terms of like playmaking. I feel like Johnson Murray is an underrated, even though he like like take away the numbers. I feel like he's still an underrated playmaker. Like, I feel like he still gets he, he makes other people uh better like on the court, and he does raise the, like the level of play on when he's on the court. So I feel like I don't I don't think I know that yeah Lamelo is one of the better playmakers. Like he like you said the hockey assist the. You know, just the better, like the nice reads he's gonna get for guys pushing the tempo of that nature. But Jackson Murray could—he's still gonna give you that. And my my main argument was like the defense is gonna set it apart. I do agree with the defense, uh, but I will say that Lamelo's defense isn't terrible to the point where it's a detriment to uh, to his team. He does have some lapses here and there. But it's not to the point where it's like it's not like those hardened moments or like some shit like where it's like so bad to the point where he can't be on the court type shit. I feel like his defense, he plays average, like competent defense, and then he'll have his lapses here, uh, here and there, and then he has his moments where he plays above average defense, and he's locked in. He's getting those uh fucking cross court like uh fucking skip steals and all that shit when he's engaged. But then there is times where he's not engaged and he's looking for that uh that fucking outlet pass or looking down court or cherry picking or whatever the fuck he'd be doing. Just not playing defense type shit. Or he'll be acting like he's playing defense. I hate that shit the most. But other than that, I think LaMelo got it. And offensively for Dante Murray, they are roughly having the same points on you know, LaMelo's taking his I'll say this. His he's again in that way, like not as much threes as LaMelo. That is true. Uh, what are their free throws looking like? DeJounte is taking only three free throws. Mm. 76%. Yeah, for me, I feel like this is definitely a tough. Y'all both made uh, like good valid points. But I just got to go with Kimball's argument with, with the two-way play. Because I know you're saying that like it's not like LaMelo is a bad defender, but you comparing like an average defender at best. To all NBA defended, mm-hmm. and like they, he's roughly giving you like the same type of production, 
like with the scoring, the points, the rebounds, like Lamelo's. I think he's definitely the better passer, just like based off like, like now play off the numbers and shit, like the shit that he just does on the court. Mm -hmm. Like you said, like while he's in the game, it's just like the like the tempo that he plays at and everything, just getting his teammates involved. Like you see, like the impact on like Miles Bridges and like all those type of players when he's in the game. Not saying Dejounte Murray doesn't have that impact, but. I think scoring wise, it, like the production is like similar. Dejounte just gets his offense in a different way. Like he's a better mid range in between scorer than uh, Dejounte. I not Dejounte than Lamelo. Rather than Lamelo is like a better uh, three point shooter. So I just think the defense really just sets it apart. I respect that. I respect that. Yeah. But they both of them is all-stars. So first time all-stars. Shout out to them. Yeah, Shout out to both of them. All right. The last one. Trey Young, Devin Booker. Oh, I'm taking uh Devin Booker. Um so yeah, my argument for Devin Booker would be uh Shit, he got the time. He's how I see it. First of all, in the playoffs, that I ain't gonna, no, I ain't gonna lie. Before I even go into this argument, this is this is gonna be a tough. This is gonna be tough for me. I ain't gonna lie because Trey Young is nah, you got his You got some Devin Booker in terms of. <laughs> no, nah, you know we, we always stay in Kentucky, but Devin Booker, premier scorer in the league. You know he's gonna he's he's also another like level raiser. Like you know I know they got Chris Paul and shit, but. Shit, without Devin Booker, like honestly, like what else are they gonna do? So I think Devin Booker offensively and <laughs> defensive side of the ball, I got Devin Booker. Like I think he's definitely not a no slouch on defense. And I think the only thing I'll probably set them up. I think the only thing that Trey Young honestly has over Devin Booker is just playmate. And at the same time, I don't think Devin Booker is a bad for what he does for the type of he is. He's not a bad playmaker, honestly. Oh, it's on you, Jeff. Tricky right. Trey. Um, so with Trey Young, I feel like the one thing that Devin Booker had, or yeah, let me go on Devin Booker first on what you were saying. So with Devin Booker, the one thing that I feel like he has is his scoring. Like, yes, he he can defend. He's not like a, a above average defender, but like. Yes, he's gritty, all that other stuff, but Trey Young affects the game. Like, uh, he's again, like LaMelo, the pace isn't as crazy as LaMelo. It's not like as back and forth because uh, Trey Young's assists are more like in the half court, like just working the defense out type shit, like in the pick and roll or like cross court skips and all that type of shit. That's really more of his bread and butter, even though they do get out in trans, uh, transition. I just feel like if I'm going to, pick somebody to start my offense with, I'm going to pick Trey Young just because he had the full package besides defense. He can lead a team. We already saw that. He took a young, inexperienced team in uh, Atlanta all the way to the conference finals. So, I mean, I don't know, man. And to be honest, thing, like, I'm really, a, I'm really a, a Devin Booker fan, so this is a hard, like uh, – Argument because if it was really up to me, I would have picked that Booker. But 
Trey Young is tough. And I, if I'm going to start my franchise with somebody, I would definitely look to start with Trey Young because the one thing that is just turning me off is that defense. I'm not going to lie. Like, I can let it go with the mellow because then you can, like, his defense isn't that bad, but Trey Young is really a plea. So like, it's tough. And also, with Denver, I feel like I feel like he can play off ball better than Trey Young. That is like he could play yeah, yeah. He have the ball in his hands, but he can also like just he could be off the ball as well. Like oh, it's still the same effect the way he is while he's on the ball. And I feel like Trey Young is I don't think he's like at like a OD level on that like in that aspect. But then like, again, the the like Trey Young is already OD lethal uh on ball. If he really has, I mean, ah, never mind. Nah, that wouldn't even make nah, any the sense. one thing I'll say sometimes is who who's gonna be the ball handler? Trey Young is off ball. Yeah, that's what I can't see anybody else. I feel like that's just like that's been a knock on him. But sometimes it's just like who else is like really the option? We gonna get this shit to Bogdanovich to run the offense. Should have got Ben Simmons. Even though he does, uh, could be better off ball, but that's just one thing to take into account. They should have did it. They should have got Ben. Do whatever they could. Yeah, that's tough. Uh, damn. I think I might. I might go Trey Young for me in this argument. I like Devin Booker, but just like I think Trey Young is one of the five best playmakers in the NBA right now. Yeah, it's just combination of just scoring and just. Facilitating is just like he really played at like a Steve Nash, Stephen Curry light type of level, like a mix of like both of those players. And that's what I meant. Like, I'm not really good at like being able to articulate it, but like he's such an offensive threat. He like needs so much attention on him that so his playmaking goes OD at that point. Like as soon as he, like, especially once he gets like a couple threes off. Like if you start the game off hot, it's over. Because now you got to respect the three. And now you got to really step up like five feet across the line. You really got to put your hand up. As soon and as he crosses like, court. You're just at mercy. Like yep. the Capella and uh, yeah, John Collins. That's your first hand. Like, you see, that's your first hand of playoffs. Like, he, just really, he just be dissecting and just defense. There's nothing you can do. <laughs> Them taking roses on D. I'm just looking, thinking about that shit yeah. in my head right now. The only thing that, like, that you guys both mentioned is just his defense. Like, yeah. that nigga is really a, one of the worst, like, party perimeter defenders in the league right now. It's now resistance with that nigga. <laughs> <laughs> I feel bad because it's like, damn, that's really, like, the, the nigga, one Defense not- him is tertiary, whatever yeah. that shit is. It's not secondary, <laughs> motherfucker. That shit is a fucking afterthought. God damn. Yeah, nah, because he could give up like a good life. Yeah, Yo, give me Trey, though. Give me Trey, though. I think I'll take him. I'll go Trey. How much points do you think he'd be giving up a night? Uh, about 18. Damn. That's a lot of points, gang. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> I really wondered. Uh, that shit got me thinking. <laughs> We gotta see, I gotta bro. See to find that. Damn, I just gotta do hella maneuvering on fucking uh, NBA.com. No way, bro. Let's 18 a night. 
Nah, it's definitely not that. Uh, I feel like I might be disrespected. I, think. I mean, he give you 27, so I mean, at least he like still in the green. <laughs> but like, damn. <laughs> yeah, I wonder what that percentage is too on that nigga. Well, it definitely got that shit somewhere. I was saying, I wonder what the percentage is too on that, like, like on him. Advanced Yeah, I'm trying to like filter through this shit right now. Is there anyone y'all want to throw out? Like any two players? Any two oh. players? As close that we could oh, have a discussion. Gary Trent's out of here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, bum ass <laughs> fucking Kentucky nigga. He'll get his ass locked up, nigga. I'm trying to think. Nigga, Gary Trent over Tyler Hero, nigga. You seen it firsthand it's like two weeks ago, nigga. <laughs> and I called this nigga Gary, Gary Trent going off at thirty. Gary Trent. Cam Reddish or Zaire Williams? Nigga, give me Zaire Williams. Nigga. <laughs> Ain't nice, nigga, yo. Ain't nice, nigga. I see him playing good a few times this year. Nah, bro, you can't tell me you take care of uh, fucking Zaire Williams over Cam Reddish, bro. For real? Zaire Williams. You dead ass? Give me Zaire Williams. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Hey, Kevin. You might be Cam Reddish's number one hater. What you mean? What you mean, bro? Yeah. Cam Reddish is tough. You might have replaced Frankie, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> nah, for real. Because even he stopped hating on him. You still hating on him. That shit still burning. You don't see the strong. potential, bro? <laughs> <laughs> You don't, see the, you don't see the dog that he has in him? Dog? He got a little puppy in there. A little chihuahua. Nigga just hasn't gotten a fair chance, man. That's what they all said. Shit. I mean, two want to go last time he was, I was, nigga was really confident. He was going to go A. Shit. Shit. Hey, uh, you really going to Zaire Williams? You giving up all Cam Reddish like that already? Cam Reddish is not, I mean, nah, Cam Reddish is cool. Like, Zaire Williams is cool too. He up and coming. Uh, this shit is just hella funny because you really don't fuck with that nigga Cam Reddish. <laughs> Put some respect on Bull, man. He cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He cool. He cool. Yeah, obviously, gave Kentucky like twenty two the f- fucking first game of the season. Nigga. That was lucky. That was lucky. Like, Somebody oh, salty because they fried you. Ass. <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy and Donovan Mitchell. Ooh, what do you say? Because I, 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 I like a star bench cut. Like I just listened. To it. I had like Donovan Mitchell, Jimmy Butler, Dylan Brown. Uh, we could do that start bench cut. Uh, yeah, Brown, I'm sorry, brother. It's been amazing this season. Uh, damn, who am I benching? 
I mentioned Jimmy. I'm starting D Mitch. Yeah, I'm I'm mentioning yeah, uh, Jimmy. All right, John Luca and Trey. Uh, Trey gotta go. Yeah, I'm mentioning John. Mention? I'm starting Luca. Ooh, I'm starting Luca. I mean, I'm starting John. Mention Luca. You taking John or Luca right now? Yeah, John Moran, my favorite player right now. I ain't gonna lie. So you pick something. <laughs> Yeah, bro. Yeah, Fox. Yeah, snake. Yeah, Fox. There's all in a little ball. Uh, I'll start in Darius Garland. Fox a little this season, De'Aaron Fox hasn't been consistent enough, so I'm going to go LaMelo, then I'm cutting Fox. Yeah, I could agree with that. What you think, Jay? Darius Garland, LaMelo, and uh, De'Aaron Fox. De'Aaron Fox. Oh, I'm cutting De'Aaron Fox, benching Garland, starting Melo. You started Garland? Mm-hmm. Hard- yeah, Harden, Booker, Demar. Harden, Booker, Demar. Harden, Booker, Demar. This season. Yeah. I gotta, I gotta start DeRozan this season. Even though I, I'm cutting Harden. I'm benching Booker. I'm starting Demar, yeah, nigga. Fuck. Yeah. But, <laughs> if it's still up to me, bro. I don't believe this nigga DeRozan gonna be doing what he's doing now in the playoffs. So I'm starting. I'm starting Booker. Yo, bro, I swear to God, every time I look at bullshit, everybody say the same shit. They be like, bro, how long can he keep this up for? I'm like, yo, why y'all niggas hate it? No, I'm appreciating what he's doing now, but like, I really, I gotta appreciate it. I can't, I can't take this performance for granted because it's gonna be a, a whole. What he's doing right now, that's a whole lot for him to live up to in the playoffs. <laughs> Like he just bound and not live to expectations based on what the fuck he's doing now. Cause he's playing out of his mind. DeMar DeRozan playing at MVP level, Jay. Yes. If I told you that last year, what the fuck would you say? I would say you fucking lying. <laughs> so like, we don't know how long this shit could happen for. And mm-hmm. he's had him. He's known for not showing up in the playoffs. Hey, this is this is the year. I'm telling you that now. The resume isn't good. Shit. What, about what, about what, this, what about this one? Giannis yeah, and Giannis is definitely getting started. Uh, you got yeah, sorry, I'm yeah. And I nigga injury prone, so I'll definitely come to you. Yeah. Know, I'll <laughs> yeah, I'm going to have to go with that too. So. I got one more. <laughs> He's going to love this one. Gary Trent, Tyler Hero, Fred Vazley. Uh, starting Fred Van Fleet, benching Gary Trent, and that nigga the fuck out of here, nigga. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was it. Uh, I'm gonna spread my on there, though. Nigga, how much y'all think he about to get paid this all season? I saw somebody talking about it, and I forgot what chat I was in. You think he about to get the bag this all season? I can see him getting like, well, wait, what is the going bag? A hundred mil. Oh, <laughs> shit! I can see somebody. I know how it's postseason though. 
I feel like they probably they, they gonna give him money. Yeah, I think he getting more than what Lonzo got. Oh yeah, I can see that for sure. So I think he might get around that ninety, probably the hundred mil. Especially they they basically banking on that nigga to be <laughs> that nigga. Yeah. Jimmy Butler ain't no number one option on the championship team with all the respect. <laughs> that is true. Damn. That was one thing I wanted to ask. Uh, we could wrap up if y'all want. Yes, sir, man. That was a good, nice, long podcast, man. Thanks. If y'all made it to the end of the episode, do me a favor. Uh, rate this a five star on Apple Podcasts. If you listen to it on Spotify, add it to your playlist. Like it. Share it with your friends. It'll help the algorithm help us give you more. With that being said, it's a three-man breakdown. We out this motherfucker. Yes, sir. Uh-huh.